And we are live. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Fresh Fit Podcast, man. It's Money Monday. We got three special guests in the house, man. Got a lot to talk about. Let's get into Put it. Put your heart. Let's go. Guys, what's up? Welcome to the Fresh Fit Podcast, man. It's Money Monday. Uh, quick notes before we get into the show. Number one, patreon.com slash fresh fit guys. Get all the behind the scenes content there that you can't get anywhere else, whether it's us kicking out annoying ass girls, helping you guys make money, helping you guys become more attractive, getting in shape, whatever it may be. We got y'all, patreon.com slash fresh fit. Also, we answer the questions at the $50 tier over there as well. Okay, so if you want to send a DM and ask a question, hit us over there. Also, check us out on Spotify, Google, and our podcast, guys. The portal to get there is anchor.fm slash fresh fit. Again, that's anchor.fm slash fresh fit. Go ahead and check us out. With which whatever platform you like to listen to podcasts, right? Whether it's something big like Spotify or something small like Castbox, we're there. Just make sure you wear headphones so you don't get fired from your job. Also, get the merch, guys. Freshairpodcaststore.com. Again, that's freshairpodcaststore.com. Get the t-shirts, hoodies, all the slogans that you guys have come to know and love. And then also check us out. Also, on our other YouTube channel is called Fresh and Fit Clips, guys. We no longer post clips on this main channel anymore. We post it on Fresh and Fit Clips. So if you don't got time to watch a full-on podcast, go ahead and check out the Clips channel where we post two to three clips. Per day on there for y'all, somewhere between 5 to 10, 15 minutes. So, uh, yeah, get the part, best parts of the show there. And then also check out Fresh the Vlog channel. Hey, guys, I've heard your, your request, man. Hide a, big, a, a videographer. We're going to shoot Monday and Wednesday for vlogs. And then Tuesday, Thursday, live streams. Check it out. 100 kind of way. CEO gang, let's go. And uh, if you guys want to check out my other channel, it's called Fed1811 on there. I break down criminal cases. I just recently did the um, Trump search warrant that they did uh, last week, exactly to be exact, on August 8th. I went through the entire uh, search warrant, gave my prediction on why they did it, the probable cause, the statutes that they want to charge them with, with some espionage statutes as well. So, um, yeah, go check it out, man. Um, there's no one else on YouTube that can really break down a search warrant like that because I've written a hundred of them, hundreds of them plus when I was an agent myself. So check it out, Fed1811. And I also filmed, um, which is going to come out tomorrow, the 1993 World Trade bombing. Uh, we talked about, you know, probably one of the West, worst domestic terrorist attack before 9-11. And uh, I break that down on a documentary coming out tomorrow about 8 p.m. But uh, without further ado, let's introduce a special nice. guest. So I am super excited, man, to have Richard Hart here in the studio, Gary Woods, and also Miguel, of course. Yes, sir. So I got a phone call. Miguel was like, bro, we're just coming to town. We got to do a show. And you've been requested by many people on the show, Hetskins all around the world. So welcome, brother. Just tell me who you. you are. I'm we'll start with you. I'll last start with Miguel and then Gary, then yourself. So hey, Internet. How's it going out there? I hope you're not as sweaty and hot bald as it is down here in Miami. It's hot <laughs> down here, man. Too hot. I'm from around here. I'm from Fort Lauderdale. Originally lived here 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I found a better place in Europe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm uh, Richard Hart. I uh, own the world's largest diamond. I invented a cryptocurrency that went up in price a million percent before staking more if you staked it. Shout to Hex, man. Yeah, yeah. Hex.com. And then uh, I got $10 million of wristwatches, uh, the world's most expensive Rolex has ever made. Wow. A million dollar, thousand horsepower Ferrari. I got like three million of cars. I'm just flexing for fun. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I can't even drive all these. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's <clears> fire, man. Welcome to the show. 
My name is Gary Woods, uh, originally a special forces medic, later cardiology uh, for about 20 years, <laughs> real estate and startup in Silicon Valley. Now cryptocurrency came out of retirement basically because I support this guy. I think uh, he's onto something that's pretty impressive. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I just spend my time with George Gammon, Robert Kiyosaki, people Shout like that, George. Yeah. advocating uh, this particular niche. There you go. And last but not least. Yeah, what's going on? I'm Miguel, dollar cost crypto, one half of the crypto mindset. Shout out to Charlie. Mm -hmm. And uh, also known as Hex Jesus. Next to Richard Hart. There we go. Finally <laughs> happened. All right. So we got some chats here as well. All right, uh, so I'll hit some of these chats that came in. And we got 2,700 of you guys in here, so do me a favor. Like the go video. Go to like the video. Uh, 10 bucks for marriage cause divorce goes FNF's message uh, spreading. And there's a video of millionaire rapper Kevin Gates was talking to Brittany Renner, and she was showing him loads of feminine energy or maybe gold-digging energy. Can you react? Uh, nah, probably not, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, <laughs> that might be cap. Who knows? No one cares. Uh, Valley uh, Train uh, goes, looking forward to this. Richard is an absolute legend and amazing guy. All right, cool. And then we got Nathan. Uh, push it to limit song getting old new intro with mo um well I like we already it. told you I we like already it. told you guys why we're we'll waiting see. on that you um okay where we at okay 100 bucks from three diglets i want to thank the hex community for showing me the light i am now a hexican american fuck y'all and anything else that isn't hex or doesn't rhyme with hex <laughs> <laughs> and, then, uh, and then we got uh ballot valiant bren uh thanks for having richard on yep, we got that's you and then uh, Warfield, uh, who's in Brickle slash Miami and wants to talk about Hex or Crypto, uh, Warfield. Well, we're here in the chat. Man. Um, and then Uzi, uh, After Hours. Yes, we got After Hours uh, tonight, guys. As well. Yeah. Um, two bucks from JB. If it ain't BTC, keep it. All right. I don't know what that means, right. but okay. Uh, all right. Pushing. If you like Bitcoin, what's the dude talking? So uh, is BTC and Ethereum good to buy on Coinbase still? Large, Large amount. amount, ten bucks. That's from Javi Nuts. I think we'll be talking about that yeah, uh, on today's will. show. Um, we got MS goes. Uh, hey, shout out to Richard Hart, the best man in crypto, and DCC Lord of the Gate to the Citadel. FNF hoodie, best hoodie ever. RH, Thanks. make sure you cop one of those before leaving. Love you guys at FNF and all y'all. All you do for everyone to save the world. Okay, thank you. We got y'all. And then we got uh, Molly Malls. Shout out to Richard, man. Joined the Hex uh, wave a couple months ago. Listen to the interviews, and I'm all in. Keep doing your thing, boys. All right, thank you. Thank and you. then Spirit Gun goes uh, flexing for fun, LOL. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, go ahead, Fresh. All right, and uh, so we know who Richard is, per se, but you know what I want to do? I want another layer. So uh -huh. tell us who Richard Hart really is, and then what made you found <clears throat> the uh, coin hex? So, I mean, my life was pretty simple. Like, my mm -hmm. dad moved down to Florida when he was, uh, I guess, you know, 20s whatever seven years old mm -hmm. to work with his dad who was doing uh, lead weights for like diving mm -hmm. and then uh, he was doing air conditioning back in pittsburgh pennsylvania heating mostly up there then he brought me and my mom down and uh he got a newspaper route and so he was doing home delivery on newspapers throwing mm -hmm. them at people's doors and then he got into what's called uh the, the commercial end and then we would put them in the newspaper machines we'd deliver them to fort lauderdale airport you know back then i was just fixing air conditioners and delivering papers with my dad I was real young. Wait, I was so small you, enough. You didn't grow rich? <clears throat> no, I grew up poor, man. Damn. Let me put it to this way. My dad picked me up from the airport in his work van. Mm -hmm. And this work van has got a, a coat hanger for an antenna on the front. And it's all rusted, running down the side of it. The letters are peeling off the side of it. So y'all need your air conditioning fix, Seabreeze Air Conditioning. The letters <laughs> is peeling off the side of it. Mm. And he he ain't fit. He like, he's like 420, 450 pounds. Whoa. So it's hard for him to move around because you legs, even if you've got strong legs, if you 400, man, yeah. it's, it's hard. Mm -hmm. So he's got a ladder, a little step ladder he puts to get into the van. It's just a normal, like F2, E250 kind of line. 
and then he gets in the van and then he's got a rope duct taped to it and he pulls it in it sets in the center he's got a shower curtain behind it so that they try to keep the ac in the front everything's made of duct tape the roof is made of duct tape the steering wheel is made of duct tape the whole van is basically duct tape and rust Whoa. and this is what he came to pick me up and it's because all he's got it runs you know and it's terrible on gas he's losing money like i don't know man like when you grow up maybe you just don't realize how expensive gas is but like when i yeah. used to live here gas was a dollar I was a racetrack gas station getting dollar gas. I haven't been in, back in the States in 15 years. Wow. Yeah, my mom got sick. She was in the hospital. So I was like, man, I better go see my parents real quick. That's why you're here. Okay. Yeah. So my mom's in South Carolina. I went up there, installed some bidets. I put it on Instagram. If you want to watch me install a bidet from scratch in 30 <laughs> minutes, <laughs> billionaire installing a bidet, you know? Yeah. Rumored billionaire. So, <clears throat> you know, I grew up with nothing. I grew up with absolutely nothing. I went to all black schools. I was lucky. I was in the gifted program. And they put the gifted program in all black school. I was trying to raise the raise the averages or something. I don't know what the plan was, but mm. there's Riverland Elementary, just uh, west of 95. Uh, Wait, so you're not black? I, I can tell, bro. <laughs> I know. What? It's messed up. People think, it. people, they call it code switching. But like when I'm here, uh -huh. I talk like how I grew up. And and then it's just, it flips. It's just quick, you know? Can you anyway, talk like how you grew up real quick? Is this, this is how I grew up, man. Okay. Like, Simple, this, chill. All my customers are black. Everyone I grew up was black. Now, in sixth grade, I switched to Nova High School, and it was, uh, you know, a little more white folk. Like, all them super smart kids was Jewish and Asian. So, I mean, I, I got, like, a 1390 on my SAT, and I know people that got 1,600 perfect scores. That's impossible, man. You're going to miss some questions. I, I was one of the stupid people to smart people school. So, I'm in Mensa. I'm, like, you know, genius and all that, but the people I went to school with were way smarter. But here's what happens. Like what happens is you get you get real smart up here mm. and then you lose the social and you need a social to get things done in the world. You, need to, you need to operate as a team. You need to have synergy. And so a lot of people to get so smart up here that mm. they can't communicate with other people anymore. They can't get things done anymore. They, they sit all day and do puzzles. Like I went to a Mensa meeting, bunch of smart people, losers. I'm like, why don't y'all do nothing with it? Why, if Mensa is the group of the smartest top 2% smart people in the country, mm. how come y'all don't do nothing interesting in 50 years or whatever? Mm. Y'all losers. You got so... There's this magic Goldilocks zone of about, I don't know, 120 to maybe 140 IQ. Mm -hmm. If you're there, you can get a lot done. The most powerful, effective people that have ever existed in this world are not the smartest. Right. The smartest people, they fall off. So that's a good know. point. I remember Robert Kiyosaki said the same thing. He said, basically, you could be smart as hell, but if you don't, if you don't have a team behind you, then it, what's the point? Yeah. I made an analogy that I like. Yeah. So basically, like a car. Okay. You got a car, you put a thousand horsepower in it. Mm. That's nice. Now you're just gonna sit and spin the wheels. You got traction, okay? Now you got traction, you got horsepower, that's cool. Your steering wheel pointed the right direction or you're driving the wrong way. Mm. And, the, and the longer you drive the wrong way, the longer it takes to get back. So in life, you got tactics and you got strategy. Tactics, you could do the wrong thing the right way and look like you're killing it. Like you, you know, you, you're doing cleaning, cleaning people's houses, you clean a house faster. Mm. You can get 10% more houses done in a day, congrats. But you still have to work hourly to make your money. Yeah. So that's a good tactic for the wrong strategy. The right strategy is when you go to sleep, your money's making money. Mm. You got real estate. It's paying you while you sleep. You got investments, stocks, bonds, crypto. It can pay you while you're sleeping. Mm -hmm. That's something that scales. You can make 100 times, 1,000 times more money the next year to next year. If you're getting paid by the hour, you have no future financially. You will run out of hours. I don't care if you're a doctor. I don't care if you're a lawyer. I know a lot of, well, I used to back when I was doing air conditioning for my dad. I know a lot of you know rich doctors, lawyers. We fixed air conditioners. Yeah. They wish that they had owned a firm where other people was working for them so that they could take a vacation and still get paid. Yep. And so even if you're the highest paid people in the world hourly, you still wish you was in business so you could take time off and your money's making money. So you want your money to earn for you. You don't want to have to be the person that carries your financial future on your own back. Wow. Yep. Work smart, not hard. Yep. Yeah. 
And then real quick, Gary, how'd you meet Richard Hart? And then Miguel, how'd you meet Richard Hart? Yeah, real sure. quick, Gary. So I was in the startup culture in 2014 mm-hmm. to 17, somewhere in there, 2014, mm-hmm. 17, running a, a house, basically 15 people to 20 people in a dormitory. Mm-hmm. Uh, they came together to uh, start a new box to talk to like Alexa or Google uh, boxes and such yeah. or apps on your phone. That was all of my friend circle. And so that made me a risk taker because I would speculate on their company or their idea or that founder or whatever it would be in real estate as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, later, when 17 came around, it was the first time that I heard of Bitcoin or of cryptocurrency or anything like that. So I went through the 17 bull boot bust, you know, basically into 18. Mm-hmm. And then one of my friends, a common friend with Richard, uh, told me after that bust, I was like, fuck crypto. I'm never going to be in crypto again. This thing sucks or whatever. I made money, but then I lost it. Right. right? Uh, and they said that I should talk to Richard Hart, that his principles seemed like they had merit out of all of the 99% of crypto that seemed like it was just a promise coin and not going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Richard had the greatest potential. And that guy's worth $100 million or more at the time. Mm-hmm. He's worth a lot more now. Uh, if you've gone to the United States Postal Service website, basically his company developed that. So he was in government contracting and things like that. Oh, wow. So I, I trusted his reference. And that's the first time I ever even Googled for this guy's name. So that was my introduction was 2018 into 19. And you said you had, you had, you had uh, retired earlier? Yeah, when, uh, so I've before? had a long medical career. Yeah. So earlier, so 17 until 22 years old, mm-hmm. was 1st Reconnaissance Battalion, Camp Pendleton, California, deployed 1st Gulf War. Uh, I was within the first 500 people in country when Saddam invaded uh, Kuwait. Thank you for your, for your service, bro. So, so I did all that stuff. Thank you. So mm-hmm. I did all that stuff as a special forces medic then. Mm-hmm. But then I pivoted because I want to be more medicine. I want to be more diagnostics, clean medicine kind of stuff. Uh, I got selected as one of 10 people out of the Navy for that particular year to go to all the specialty diagnostics for the heart, MRI, CT, echocardiography, cath lab, heart transplant, anything to do with heart diagnostics. That was my world for probably 20 years. Mm -hmm. So I worked all over the world as a contractor. Yeah. Uh, But in my 40s, I'd been selling my money, my time for a high dollar wage and having a little bit of real estate, but really not becoming as successful as I thought I could be. So that's when I started businesses. And that's one of the things that Richard really talks about is how can you scale? You can't scale your time. You're only going to have 168 hours a week. Yeah. That's all you're going to have. So how do you scale that? So like I said, my, my introduction really started with startup culture as far as like businesses and investing and speculating VC stuff. Mm-hmm. And then later pivoted into C- cryptocurrency. Crypto broke. Like I wrote a couple of self-help books to give them out for free to people. T.me slash Sivive. You could listen to a YouTube audio version for mm-hmm. free. And it's weird because crypto broke most of that advice. So I'll teach you how to write good ads, hire good employees, which which markets to go into. But if you buy the right crypto and hold it, you're going to make more money than you'll ever possibly make working as hard as you can doing anything, including startups. A startup is the second best. Wow. And it's it's just like it seems impossible. And the reason that you can do that is because we are printing money out of thin air to compete with other money that's printed out of thin air called the dollar. Mm -hmm. The difference is they print too much. And it's been around too long. Right. Because we're new and we've got less overhead, less uh, negative externalities. We're competing in the, the biggest market in the world. The biggest market in the world is finance. Right. And I got to tell you something. The world shouldn't actually be that way. Because the only thing that really matter in the world is goods and services. And all this finance is just overhead. It's friction. It's just middleware. You can't, you know, like with dollars, you can't eat them. You can't build a house out of them. So what a good are they? just that you could turn it into something that does matter, which is goods and services. So in crypto, like my book, it ain't got nothing in crypto about it because I was just kind of stealthy, right? Like no one knew I had, no one knew. I've been in Bitcoin since 2011 when it was 50 cents. 2011? Yeah, 2011. when it was 50 cents. I used to mine it. 
So I was getting 50 Bitcoin on my computer every couple hours, just running my GPU. So I was one of the first GPU miners. It was like a video card. So <clears throat> it's just weird now because when people ask me, like, what should I do? The old answer used to be, you got to start a business. Right. But now that's actually bad advice because of crypto. Crypto is insane. And it won't always be that way. Once enough people are in, you'll S-curve out. Yeah. And you're not going to, like, Bitcoin's S-curved out right now. The dumps are the same. You'd already dumped 75%. Mm. But the pumps are 10 times less. So you get the same dumps with 10 times less pumps, but it takes people a long time to figure out that they bought the top, that they bought the top of the S-curve. You're not going to get another 100x in Bitcoin. Like wow. You might have to wait 30 years for that. It might take a long time. Well, I mean, it dipped pretty good. So you know, you might be able to get 100x in 10 years or something. Because yeah. my thought was that like the best way to have money is start a business. So you're saying now crypto is the number yeah. one thing. Just check the chart. I mean, it's real obvious. You got, you got the most A-class companies in the S&P 500. Mm -hmm. If you go back... 16 years, you get a 3x your money. You 3x your money or 2x your money in like like 15 years. I think 2x in 15 years is what you would have got. That's yeah. it. Yeah. S&P 500 did a 2x in 15 years. Hex did a 10,000x in two years. Literally. Wow. Yep. Ethereum went from $88 during the COVID dip when COVID happened. It went from $88 to 5,000. Bitcoin went from 3,800 to 69,000. So do you want to make a 2x in 15 years? Or do you want to make like a 20x in a year and a half or right. a 50x or a 1,000x? Mm -hmm. These are real numbers. This is real math. This is a real chart. And look, man, I bought the world's largest diamond with crypto. I bought $10 million of cars, 80% with crypto. You know, I bought, or no, $10 million of watches, mostly crypto, and then like $3 million of cars, all crypto. So it's like, it's real money, man. It's been yeah. around for 13 years. This is not like an experiment. It's around 13 years. It's traded on the largest market in the world, Chicago Mercantile Exchange. Wow. I, bu I busted your intro, dog. I'm sorry. I know. It's all good, bro. Sorry, it's all good. Because <laughs> we, we have a friend, uh, Q Banks. He bought all his cars from crypto as well. So that's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. man. I thought it was from Forex trading. That well, shit don't work. He so bought, he trading. all your money. Yeah. He, 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 he uh, used the money from, from Forex to buy crypto, and then he used crypto to buy the cars. That guy okay. must sell a program. Because if you trade, you lose. Mm. I guarantee he's selling programs. Only pe If I hear the word Forex, yeah. you're making money getting other people to lose their money. You a referral. You're making money on referrals. Oh, you a crypto trader? Nah. You convince other people to lose money at exchange and you got a referral link because you, you you trade enough to lose it. Now you trade on a fake pretend it's real. I'm telling you, trading, where where do you think the money comes from in trading? It, like seminars, it, courses? It's, no, it's like if you go to if you go to uh Las Vegas, yeah. How, what you think pays for the big buildings? The winners? Nah, losers. that's the people that lost. People saying so, oh, this building's real big. Let me get in a loser's queue to go help pay for this thing. <laughs> it's so stupid. So, you know, it there's things that work. There's things that don't work. Buying and holding something that has product market fit, like Bitcoin, Ethereum, Hex. Hex is around half as long as Ethereum now. He Ethereum is 2,500 days. Hex is 1,000 days. Old. It, we, we almost as old as Ethereum. And it catches up. The way the math works, as time goes, it'll be easier for us to get a larger percentage. Yeah. So it's this, man... Don't do stuff that you don't know work. Stay away from liquor. Stay away from leverage. <laughs> don't trade. Don't gamble. If you can avoid video games, avoid it. Yeah. If it's a video game that has an end, it's a narrative, it's a two-hour story, that's awesome. But if they convince you to grind and get yeah. you getting banged on your car, Coins right? level up. Like pay, pay to avoid like Clash of Clans, any of those like games that get you in freemium, get you addicted. Yeah. I lost $600 on that crap, man. I, I used to be addicted to games. I got addicted to this stupid, retarded, bad game. Wow. And I gave him 600 bucks. But a good yeah. game only got 30 back then. Now, now they cost more. <laughs> I used to play Last Chaos Cabal, all those online games, but like you grind for hours to level up Don't and stuff grind. like that. Don't never grind. That's yeah. your life. There's somebody else programming you to become a pigeon, bro. Wow. You just like peck, mm -hmm. peck, 
Peck intermittent reward. Peck. <laughs> it sounds yeah. like a jingling and a set tone. It's terrible. It turns you a pigeon, Doc. If yeah. you want to destroy someone else's culture, yeah. you get them addicted to games, you get them addicted to gambling, you get them addicted to alcohol. That's how you destroy somebody else's culture. That's America, bro. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And wow. they have people that can afford to advertise you to get you to ruin your life so they get paid. Damn. That's why YouTube's messed up. Everybody on YouTube, all them referral links mm-hmm. and all them people to buy them ads, they don't have your best interests at heart. They make money when you lose. It's not good. There's, there's only a couple things in the world where everybody wins together. And, and cryptocurrency, yeah. the real honest ones, is like that. You buy, he buys, we all buy, we all get rich together. Right. right. Now, look, it's all on paper. Now, here's a trick, though. All of life is on paper. If everybody sells all the houses at once, it goes to zero. Everybody sells all the gold, it goes to zero. Yeah. Everybody sells all the stocks, it goes to zero. So, actually, all your gains in every asset class are paper. Facts. And so, that means, in reality, the paper gains in crypto, you can have big volatility. Every four years, you're going to dip 85 95%. But if you can withstand that volatility, it's the best performing asset class that's ever existed in history, man. And look, man, if, if you was in a if you was at a uh, a political demonstration in Canada mm-hmm. to get your freedom of movement back, which in America is a constitutional right, freedom of movement, freedom of speech is a constitutional rights. The government came down on these people and seized the bank accounts of people that gave money to buy food and gasoline to the protesters. Mm-hmm. You sent money to someone that was at protest, they locked your account, they froze your money. Now here's what you don't. So first of all, That's this crazy. is Canada. This yeah. ain't Cuba. This ain't. This is yeah. not. It's Canada. This Canada. Close to home. Exactly. The Del Castro son. Now what would solve that? How are you going to stop the government from stealing your money because you bought someone a sandwich, locking you out of your finances, can't live no more, can't pay your rent? How are you going to stop that? Peer to peer digital cash, peer to peer digital money, that you can't shut down. Amazon, rather, Google went down 30 minutes last week. Microsoft went down globally. This global outages. Hex ain't never been down. Mm-hmm. Thousand days, no downtime. Zero percent downtime, perfect uptime, perfect flawless operation where everything else is going down all around. So this solves real world problems. Like we, we could help humanity get these middlemen, disgusting middlemen. Nobody needs your money when they just print new all the time. Give it to their friends. They don't need yours. Right. That's why your money don't buy nothing. Why, why is this Rolex up 2x over the last two years? Because yep. it's too much money and not enough Rolexes, basically. Demand. So crypto can solve so many things, man. Like the, the world is messed up. Does everything in the world getting worse? There's only a couple of things getting better. Tesla cars, they got better. Quickest, quickest car in the world, safest car in the world. Them rockets that land themselves, that's better. And crypto, that's better. But everything else is worse, man. Freedom of movement wrecked. Listen, man, I'm already sold. I got hella hex. Thanks to Miguel <laughs> yes, sir, and uh, Kareem. Especially so, in Canada. Uh, that was crazy what they did to the Canadians out there. It ain't yeah. fair. Uh, it ain't fair, man. Miguel, go Miguel. ahead, man, and then I'll read the chat. Some fire shots here. This is some fire game, guys. Yeah. This is, I mean, yeah. So I guess just to run it back to the, the story we were saying earlier, I mean, I was in landscaping pretty much from like 15 till about like 28 years old. And man, that shit don't scale. <laughs> that shit doesn't scale. So sweat and sun, sweating, ball sweating in the sun. I did right it there. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So th- did that for years. Every time I would, I would get to this point where I would have 15 employees and then have a good season and get up to 25. Mm-hmm. I would. The margins were so shitty that I just, if I would have three months, uh, three bad months, yeah. I would have to f- like lay off half my guys. Whoa! It happened all the time. It was on like like my life just kept being in an accordion, going like this and then back down, this and back down. So you, you just you couldn't you you know you couldn't ascend. So one day I just figured, screw it, I'm getting into crypto. Like I, I was always an investment guy. I've been in stocks forever. I was getting like forty percent. Like I was stock picking, getting forty percent, twenty five percent a year, and twenty five or forty percent a year is good in equities. But if you don't, but forty percent of nothing is still nothing. Right. Yeah, it's nothing. So <laughs> what I did from there, as soon as I got into crypto, I got in uh, um, late twenty sixteen. Bought Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum. Oh my God. 
just exploded. I got 100x on everything, except, well, not BTC, but Ethereum and, and Litecoin, I got 100x on that. And I was like, holy shit, this shit's incredible. Now, the whole time I was running up, like I was learning about, I was learning uh, from all these YouTubers who were basically just scammers. You know, they were trying to get you to, this is what he's talking about. They're trying to get you to uh, trade, sign up to BitMEX, you know, sign up to all these horrible websites and stuff to get you to leverage trade. This is what we tell people in the course is don't leverage trade. Don't borrow money to, to get into trouble. I mean, we had, to, we had to tell a guy one time, don't borrow money from the mafia. What? Can you explain <laughs> to the people what leverage trading is? Because some people might not know what, what that is exactly. Sure. So it's basically you, you put up a certain amount of your collateral and they lend you multiple times on that money. And if the, t so let's just say I, I do uh 5x leverage mm -hmm. if the price of the token or stock goes down 20 percent or less you get you lose all your money so if i put a hundred thousand dollars down they lend they'll lend me like half a million and it goes down like 18 percent. i'm gone they take my money wow and what people don't realize is that there's something called wix so mm -hmm. it only has to exist for a second outside that price range so i give an example i tell everyone don't leverage trade yeah. people too stupid can't take the advice lose all their money but even some people that manage to survive they do something called shorting don't ever short. Yeah. Shorting is even way more dangerous. So here's how shorting works. There was a coin called Luna. I warned everyone about it. Yeah. It, it yeah. went to zero. But the way that it went to zero was magical. Okay. <laughs> so it had this reflexive property by which the lower the price would go, the larger the supply would get. And you know about supply and demand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lower price, more supply. Lower price, more supply. Lower price, more supply. So people, <clears throat> people got, re this thing dropped 95%, like three or four times in two weeks. It dropped 95 it bounced, dropped another 95. Bounced, dropped another 95. People's brains don't understand you can keep dropping 95 over and over and over again. That messes people up. Because most coins, like 95 is about, if they got product yeah. market fit, 95 is about as deep as they'll go. But this had that reflexive thing where it just kept minting supply. It, and you just, it was crazy. Yeah. Anyway, the company lost $20 million shorting it. Something that dropped 95% a bunch of times over a couple weeks, they still lost money shorting it. You know why? why? The scam wick. Richard, mm -hmm. what's a scam wick? A scam wick is... The price jumps up just long enough to get you liquidated. It jumps up just long enough so that you ain't got the money to cover your position no more. And you got to sell or close your position in, in, in a loss, and then it goes right back where you thought it would. It will shake you out. You will get shaken out. You will get scam-wicked. And it's so easy. It's so easy to get scam-wicked when you're short because prices can go up forever because they just print this money like a joke. So prices of everything going up, all-time high car prices, all-time high used car prices, all-time high Rolex prices, all-time high everything prices, right? Crypto was at all-time high eight months ago. Well, in Bitcoin about a year and a half ago. And so do not leverage trade, do not margin trade, do not trade at all, and do not short. How many people you know on Wall Street survived shorting? Everybody. If you short scams, you lose all your money. If you short a Ponzi scheme, you lose all your money. I mean, there's some dude who went broke trying to short uh, Herbalife. Herbal yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he got wrecked for billions. Because, bro, Damn, new look, money. you yeah. short, you're going to lose. Damn. Everything's going up. All the charts going up and to the right. You you only make money when they go down. They rarely go down, man. That's crazy. I have, I have to give a little bit of a shout out, actually, to Dollar Cost or Miguel. So this event that Richard, you know, big in 2018 or 19, we had telegram rooms and so forth. And the design of the product was coming together. Mm -hmm. Then the product actually went live, went into the ecosystem in December of 2019. Talking about Hex, I think. I'm talking about Hex. Yeah. And then specifically a year later, or close to a year later, there was an event where restaking, it's a complex explainer that I'll, I'll do a different time. Mm -hmm. But. Miguel sat me down yeah. and he said, hey, you need to look at your staking ladder. You need to look at when your hex is going to come out in the future. And maybe 
restake that early and stake it and stake it out for a longer stake term. Stake just means you lock it up. There's a timeline. Right. I actually got uh, on staking as well from Miguel. Yeah. Right. So I got 15 years. So it's the Mc same thing they do at the bank. You know, you lock up your money to give you more interest. Yeah. So Miguel helped me a lot because it, effectively, I think he generated me about $20 million yep. just through my restaking system of, of, of Miguel specifically. So I'm always indebted to, to Richard for developing the product, the community for basically advocating, getting the knowledge out there and Miguel specifically. Yeah, I mean, I've seen some major gains from my staking as well, so that's yeah. crazy. Uh, real quick, we got, we got some chats as well. Yeah. Um, okay, so we got here. Um, okay, Mo and Chris, from this point forward, what are we going to do? 20? Uh, 20. Okay. 20 Guys, from this I'm going to read these chats, and every single chat that comes through after this is still going to be shown on screen. However, I'm only going to read 20 enough to make sure that you know we keep everything uh, nice and concise. Inflation. Monkey D. Usopp, uh, nah, keep the push it to the limit that John Flames. Okay, thank you. Hex is a better Bitcoin. Okay, and that's Jim from Rack Jim Crypto. Crypto. Uh, three bucks from Crypto. Artie, thank you. Tea time. Great job of getting Richard on the stream. Thank you so much. Yep. Uh, we got Adam Breezy, uh, 500 uh, SEK. Richard Hart is the man. Um, yep. what, what country is that, by the way, Mo? Can you check that Sweden. up real quick? Sweden, SEK? Okay. Swedish kroner. Okay. Nice. And then we got some Japanese yen, 5,555 Japanese yen. Boom. Hexicans in the house. Uh, Konnichiwa, Richard, Gary, Miguel. Grab some hex.com by boom. Okay. Crypto um, King, show the Hexicans in the chat, by yep. the way. And then we got uh, Dr. HP. Give it the good work from UK Hexicans. Okay. Shout out to you on the UK. Okay. I should be more anonymous. Goes uh, in 90 bucks, uh, Great British Pound. RH, you the man, bro. DC, G Gary, Elite OGs. Okay. Right. Fresh Fit, welcome to Pulse Chain, fellas. And that's from Street Guru. Thank you. Uh, Hex55, baby. Uh, let's fun go hit the Pulse Chain launch button. R Richard Hart, and let's go to the moon. And that's from Jade5555. Y'all probably wondering what Pulse Chain is, huh? <laughs> I think Miguel mentioned it earlier. Yeah. Uh, but it's a copy of Ethereum for free. If you get a if you got Ethereum, any coins on Ethereum or Ethereum itself, you get a free copy of everything on a new chain. You ain't got to do nothing. It's free. There's lower fees, higher throughput, doesn't blow up the environment, and doesn't have any inflation. It burns 25% of all the fees. It just keeps getting more and more rare. Supply okay. and demand. Wow. I will Facts. say this, though. Everyone that's in Hex, for the most part, makes money because they spend money like crazy, man. Yeah. <laughs> they blow money. I'm like, goddamn. At the club, especially. Uh, Richard is the GOAT. He gave me the opportunity to create a generational wealth, and I was able to capitalize. Much love, brother. And that's from uh, Yep. Change your lives out here. And then Albo Ace, what's a good program to edit videos and content? Ooh, I random. don't know, bro. <laughs> Matthew Overson goes, did I just see Richard on a poll on Miguel's story? Yes, <laughs> yes. I guess so. Yo, he knows tricks on the poll, too. <laughs> uh, cash plus, 100 bucks. Richard Hart is God King of Crypto. Okay. I'm sold. I'm sold, man. And then we got uh, John J. UK, 10 bucks. Thank you so much. Uh, and then we got 555 from uh, Pulsating Hexgasm. Thanks for having this absolute legend on. Richard, thanks for everything. If I know you're uh, black from the waist down when OnlyFans, though. What the? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. How does he know that? Fresh, you can read these. Get my glasses. We got Crypto Artie. 10 bucks says, Hex is a safe within a safe monetizing time. Deposits on a blockchain. Inflating with rewards to stakers for locking up their coins. God bless Richard Hart and the number one community in crypto, Hex. We have Uzi. Uh, five bucks says, I do YouTube. Do you pay yourself a salary from LLC or use it to make personal purchases too? Anyway, around paying income tax as well as corporation tax. You want to mention that real quick? Yes, just do uh, an S-Corp. Just make an S-Corp. He has a lot of entities. I'm also in Puerto Rico with Georgian and so forth. We talk about the mm -hmm. Act 2022 process. So if they're actually American and they're wanting to stay in the United States. Yeah. Maybe go to a different country, but if you're not going to do that, Puerto Rico, there's all kinds of ways to do it, so you can reach out. S corp, it's, a, it's literally the same as a C corp, except you don't get taxed twice. So, yeah. I mean, there might be a sole proprietor angle too, but I'm not sure. 
Yeah, we, we have you can go to your local library. When I started my first business, my first car stereo store, yeah. I went to the local Broward County Library to something called the SCRE, Service Corps of Retired Executives. And it's t- they told me right there, don't ever have a partner. Never have a partner. I was like, okay, I'm going to remember that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they, you know, showed me how to do business. And I was young, man. I was like, you know, 18. So you, this information, you could get it for free. You get free advice from retired people that ain't got nothing better to do to help you out. <laughs> I'm retired and I don't charge anything, nothing whatsoever. I just help with the referrals. It's the only thing I care about you know is networking. What, what I realize, people that have their stuff together, yeah. that are successful and don't really need it much, yeah. they'll tell you for free what 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 they've done, or what, yeah. whatever works. So yeah, I right. spend hundreds of thousands of dollars going around the world just basically talking product, but I have no charge. But you know why? For. Some of them are very bored. Yeah, I am yeah. bored. <laughs> But a lot of money. Uh, and goes, uh, Conrad's coin, get in before Pulse Chain release. You have been told. Okay, and that's from Steven. What's Conrad's coin? Is that a good coin? I think it's a scam. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so most, most things in crypto are scams. Mm-hmm. You are much more likely, if you just throw darts at a board, you're going to lose all your money. Mm-hmm. You're going to get rug pulled. It's going to go to zero. It's going to get exploited. You're going to get scammed. So I believe in things that have product market fit, and I believe in things that are finished and complete. I do not believe in giving somebody some money because he says he's going to do a thing, because you'll find out he won't do the thing. Mm. It, or he could even try, and life's actually hard, right. and then it just never, doesn't work out. So, you know, most new businesses fail. Yeah, 100%. And so, you know, crypto, real similar. Most new coins fail, go to zero or real close. So I, I just, you know, I, his thing that I heard about, it's got a lot of back doors and things in it that aren't legit. And I messaged him about it, and his answer wasn't good enough. So I unfollowed. I'm just like, you, you have some attrition in the community. You know, everyone wants to try and the, the 1 million percent gains ain't enough for them. So they got to try and play games to get more. And I don't, man. I could launch meme points all day long. I know how to copy paste JPEGs, but I don't do it. You know, I want something that's really innovative. Hex is the world's first time deposit. Pulse Chains is the world's largest free airdrop, solving the gas fees for everybody. You know, like these are innovative things that have never happened before. I don't want to make another meme coin, man. This this, this seems yeah. like a scam to me. Mm. Well said. Fair enough. Icon uh, four two seven four hundred bucks says Hessicans thin air stakes. Hey, appreciate that, my friend. Shout out to you, Icon. Um, and then, I mean, yeah, you can see that with the NFT market as well. I mean, look at yeah. that. It's, it's went down significant. What's your thoughts I'm on ready, NFTs? Oh, this is the man NFTs, for NFTs, right? Right? Oh, oh, no, here it comes. We're ready. We're ready. Yeah, go ahead, man. In this world, we got something called intellectual property. You buy it, you own it, okay? I get. I pay an artist to build something. I get him to sign off. I own the rights. Okay, that's my that's my property. That's my JPEG. Mm. Well, now, what's the NFT? Okay, an NFT is a serial number loosely related to a JPEG which may or may not still be hosted on the internet. That's stupid. You ain't got no rights to it. You can't go start up your own sub new NFT project with your little fake picture you think you might have. <laughs> and then and then the dude that runs the server could just point it to dick pics anytime he wants. So you think you got a cool picture of a monkey or whatever, and he's like, oh, your monkey picture. I changed this setting in a database, and it's a dick pic now. Ain't you sad? Ooh, don't you wish that was a security and you had some rep- like thing you could do to fight it? It's so stupid to me. Wow. So I don't think you should pay it. Look, if you want to do NFTs, it's collectible, okay? If you want to overpay for collectibles like Beanie Babies or whatever, you go ahead and do that. But you're probably going to get wrecked. This is not a financial instrument. This is not innovative. This is you overpaying for collectibles. I'm not about it. Now, look, I got $10 million wristwatches. I'm up big on them. I made a lot of money. Right. But they have something called... The Lindy effect. And the Lindy effect states that the longer something has been around, the more likely it is to continue to be around. And so I have 50 years, maybe more, maybe 70 years of Rolex having value and holding it forever. Right. And beating a lot of markets. And so I'm going to take that. If I wanted to compete with Rolex, I literally wouldn't be able to. It would take me years to spool up the infrastructure to even attempt to make what they can make. 
which is why a lot of other watches be busted all the time. You Rolex, it's always working. It's always good. It's durable. It's a you know, it's an actual professional. Rolex gang in the building, by the way. Rolex gang. Yes, sir. So you know, it's hard to enter into competition to dilute with to dilute the demand with substitute goods. Right. And but in but if you sell on JPEGs, (laughs) man, I can make it. They just they literally use generative art. They use AI to just puke out more stupid images. Thin air. And you're like. Mm So you don't even have an artist do this. This is a stupid <laughs> computer to this. Like, this is terrible. I hate generative art. I hate generative games. I hate NFTs. Now, look, I will make one. I own the world's biggest diamond. I'm going to make an NFT out of it. But y'all probably shouldn't. Okay. The price will probably go up because I'm doing it. But I still don't like the concept, man. Like, right. it's yeah. like, I wish people would stop wasting their money. Even even my man that took me to the club last night, we he gave me just stacks <laughs> oh, and stacks and stacks, and he had me throwing. I'm like, all right, that's I'm gonna OD. Do it. I'm gonna yeah. do it, but like Kareem, that's OD, bro. You bro. Could buy the dip with this. No, you like, know we, it's we OD. Just buy coins with this right now. Why are we throwing this, man? Right. I just, buy, I'm cheap, bro. I want a deal. I want value. Right? I'm cheap too, bro. I made money on that diamond. I made money on these watches. I didn't lose money, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of hexes. They buy some silly stuff, man. They lose money. I don't know yes, why sir. they're doing it. I'd rather buy the dip, bro. I, I ain't trying to lose money. Y'all heard it from God himself. Don't yeah. waste money. Dollar yeah. cost average in. Yeah, there man. You go. Absolutely. Um, uh, where are we at, Chris? And guys, do me a quick favor. There's 5,600 of you guys in here right now. So like the video, please. Uh, and then, um, okay, so from this point forward, it's 20 and up, right, Chris? Or these came in from before? Oh, four. Okay. Thank you, first for DCC, for making this our Richard Hart guest spot happen. You guys are seriously giving us platinum info for aluminum prices. The name's Mr. Hai. Master Hai. Not as Miss. Thanks, buddy. Mm-hmm. Less than 15 up from here on because we got some questions here we got to ask uh, Richard for sure. Okay. Is Hex a security? I don't think most people know what a security is. Most people's security is like when you lock your door. (laughs) So so basically the government tries to get people to not get scammed so much. I don't know why I always look at him, by the way. I'm just listening. I got him here first. Normally he's running the show, but I'm running a little bit today. Yeah. It's that diamond bracelet, dog. I can't stop. You're magnetic. Dude, tonight it's going to be crazy. Watch. (laughs) Snowstorm. So if, okay, so the government doesn't want people to get scammed. So they invented a branch of government called the Securities and Exchange Commission. Mm -hmm. What they do is they try and help people not get scammed because here's what people will do they're gonna say hey man give me a little bit of money now i'm gonna give you so much more money later and they don't do it they run off with the money bernie madoff yeah exactly bernie madoff same thing so what they did was they made laws that said if you want to raise money from friends and family for a business you can do that up to this level up to this number of people but past that you got to get registered as a security and you got to have this disclosure and this disclaimer and you got to do this and act this way and this is how they try and protect people and by and large, it's an, it's an okay idea. Is some things that ain't that good about it. Like you couldn't have bought Facebook because you weren't an accredited investor. Right. So if if uh, if Zuckerberg came to you and was like, yo, man, you want to get in on Facebook? We're doing our B round. No, you can't. You're not an accredited investor. So what's a accredited investor? It means that you've got millions of dollars. And if you get burnt, you ain't getting kicked out of your house. You're still all right. Mm. But, but the problem is the people that need those mad gains, they're not accredited. So they don't get the mad gains. Yeah. And so the rich get richer, the poor stay poor. It's not, it's not beautiful. It's, it's really not great. But the problem is a lot of these poor people are so stupid. The, the government is trying to do the right thing <laughs> and trying to get them to not get scammed. Yeah. But it don't work because even the SEC authorized scams. Bernie Madoff was the, the chairman of the board for NASDAQ, and he was scamming. Wow. Yeah. Enron, SEC licensed, scam. Theranos, SEC licensed, scam. You, just because you filled out some disclosures and some paperwork, it don't mean it's not a scam. And a lot of these things, they get the prices go down. Now look, Amazon went down 95% in the year 2000. Was it a scam? No. no. This half of all commerce in the United States. And so volatility doesn't mean scam. So when he's asked if Hex is a security, 
Here's the legal definition of what a security is. This is when the SEC controls you. The SEC controls you if you give money to a common pool with the expectation of profit solely from the work of others. But then they try to water it down. That's law. That's precedent. That's case law. But then they try to water it down and broaden it and increase their control with little regulations that didn't really have case law. So then they said things like, was there critical managerial entrepreneurial effort? That's an add-on. That's not in the Howey test. That's just an add-on. And then they also have something called a family likeness test. So the thing you built, what's it most alike? So in Hex, what's it's most like is Bitcoin. It's just Bitcoin with a proof of work change. In Bitcoin, you blow up the environment, you get to mint yourself free inflation. In Hex, you lock up your coins, delay gratification, hold that price up, you get to mint yourself free inflation. So there's no middleman. There's nobody that gives it to you. So there is no profit from the work of others because you do your own labor. You mint your own coins. You mint your own rewards. No one else in the world can do it for you. Mm. And it launched by their language, sufficiently decentralized. Bunch of different front ends, totally complete, no necessary to work anybody else. It's already finished. It's done. It's locked and done. Wow. And here's what's beautiful about that. People get bored of games. So you buy an NFTs, it's a little bit like a game. People get bored of that. Yeah. You could price go down. Bored of it. Hey, man. I'm bored of it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's a good one. That's a good one. So, but, but things that is like, people don't get, people never get tired of having more later. They always want that. The thing you got now, you like it. It's called money. Okay. Lock it up a little bit. You get more later. Delay okay. gratification. Yeah. So getting people to like monkey pictures, that's a little bit harder. Getting people to like more money later, that's real easy. That's what banks do. That's what business is. That's what personal development is. You're going to do the thing that hurts now, but it's going to work out later. Mm. That's all personal development, all bodybuilding, all education is effort now for payoff later. Yeah. And so I just monetize that. And it's beautiful because... I mean, I wrote books for free to try and help people have better mental health. And my books didn't do nothing for people compared to what the currency did. Because now it got people to focus on the future. Suicide of people ain't suicidal now because they have something to look forward to. Wow. I didn't expect that. Yep. I didn't design that. The people say I made crypto fun again. I'm like, what? I just, I just want everyone to get rich. I didn't design this to be fun. That was like lucky. Like accidentally some things happen that you, you just, you can't program them and they just happen and you're lucky to that way. That's I powerful. didn't know mental wellness was going to come out of this product. I really didn't know it. Yeah, speaking of NFTs, I foresee a lot of people are going to get indicted for fraud in the next mm -hmm. two to three years Great. from Facts. all the rug pulls and everything. That's that's what I foresee happening because so many people got <laughs> destroyed Good. from the whole NFT situation. What, they're down like 80, 90% now compared to last I, year? Even so, celebrities are being slammed too for being a part of these projects. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so I, I foresee mass indictments in the next two to three years Fed for it? fraud. Fed Pro probably, so, probably. Yeah, we'll see. There's only three ways to stop scams. There's yeah. only three ways. One, you could give the regulators more manpower. It doesn't work. But why doesn't it work, Richard? Regulatory arbitrage. Oh, you got more regulators in America? Cool. They all go to China. They all go to India. They all go to wherever, Nigeria, mm. right? Okay. Let's say you had a global world police and all the laws work great everywhere, right? They don't. They can't even enforce murder laws some places. They don't care about no NFT laws. Mm. So, <laughs> so now, okay, well, we can't just give the regulators more. And by the way, the regulators work post facto. So everyone gets scammed. Everybody loses all their money. Yeah, they come in after. And then way they after. come in and lock some people up, but they don't get no money back. Yeah. The money's all gone. Damn. Yeah. So that post facto don't work. Okay, so now what can you do? They try and do it prima facie, you know, before the fact with like uh, secure, the securities laws, accredited investor crap. But now the poor people can't get rich. That's not a good either. Okay, what else can we do? Let's uh, yell at them and be like, stop buying scams, you stupid people. Guess what? You ain't got no marketing budget. You're going to run out of money yelling at people to try and make them smarter. 
and they're going to think you wrong and call you stupid to your face and go get scammed. Anyway, you bring your family to a timeshare meeting, uh, they buy in that timeshare no matter what you say. They do not care what you say. Yeah. They, they getting scammed. You're like, yo, you could buy this for like three times less. Why are you getting scammed? Well, he said it was a good deal, and it's, it's right now. It has to be right this minute, or I lose the, the blender. You're like, okay, man. Like, for real. So I found out the only way that you could actually stop people from getting scammed is to use the same tactics the scammers use. Limited time offer, mad gains. Chart, it only goes up into the right forever. Our, our share price chart only goes up into the right forever in hex terms. That's how we simulate compounding interest. Good logo, three-letter dictionary.com. You can't misspell, hex.com. Try and go to H-E-C-K-S. I got that domain, too, if you want to be silly with it. Mm. So, like... It's it, it's just I used all the tactics that work for these scumbags, and I put it into something honest. Now, mm-hmm. look, you could do the same thing, but for the S and P five hundred index fund from you know BlackRock or whatever, yeah, you you could uh, you could do these same tactics that have a marketing budget. So now people give you money, you have a marketing budget, you can advertise to get them to do the thing that's right for them. Because right now, I'm gonna tell you right now, you watch on these sports shows, you watch on soccer games. You're going to see ads for exchanges that have margin trading. You're going to lose all your money. They're going to keep buying ads to get the next victim in. Oh, you yeah. lost your money? Some portion of that money you lost goes to get the next victim in. Mm. They're getting rich while you're getting wrecked. Wow. I can't advertise Hex on Reddit. It's banned. I can't advertise Hex on Instagram. It's banned. I can't advertise Hex on AdWords. It's banned. I can't advertise Hex in the Economist magazine. Used to. Banned now. Twitch? Not sure, mm. but the, right, audience, we'll is young, stream, the stream. audience is young. And big, <laughs> Y'all watching? Yeah, Twitch, kill Twitch and Twitter anyway. Fuck it. It is what it is. Come on over to YouTube, guys. Come on over to YouTube. Type in Fresh or Fit on YouTube. Come on over, guys. And uh, yeah, Fire sorry. Content, by the way, continue on. Sorry. Yeah, so the point is, like, if people on Twitch. I used to watch Twitch a little bit, a little streaming once in a while, you know. But they broke. Y'all broke. I'm sorry. Yeah. Y'all young people ain't got no money yet. <laughs> so, so if you want to yeah. help people, you mm. got to advertise with the same tactics. Yeah. And and then. You could save them because if, if, if they still have that money in their hands, they're gonna get scammed out of it. Like if if, if you give a poor dude some money, he's gonna show you why he poor. Yeah. Watch him smoke through that. Watch. Stimulus checks. They give them yep. free money, so yeah. to speak. Mm-hmm. And what did yep. they do? Blow yep. it. Yep. Gone. Gone like this. Gone like this. And then mm-hmm. the rich people. If you if you evened out all the money in the world and gave everyone the same amount, the rich people get rich again. The poor people get poor again because it's the behaviors it's, that generate. It's that. the mindset. Yeah. 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 Mindset. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, Richard. Agreed. I'm gonna just say pause before I say it. I can listen to you talk forever. (laughs) (laughs) Next chance, bro. Uh, All right. Where are we at? Um, We got Richard is the only person in crypto who isn't scamming you. Hex is better than Bitcoin and Pulse Chain will make more millionaire and billionaires than Ethereum and others before it. Okay. There you go. Uh, Joseph 93 goes, shout out to my boy, Tyler. Got him on Fresh and Fit and now on to Hex. Richard Hart, take us to the moon. Okay. And then cheers, Hexicans, 5555. And that's, uh, again, from uh, Stacia Noor, N-O-K. Um, is that Norway? Norwegian. Yeah, there we Shout go. To Norway. Uh, for all the uh, you guys here, Richard Hart for the first time, you better listen because this guy is the real goat. Okay. Facts. And then we got tap two, El Jefe and Richard Hart, two of my favorite people in crypto. Keep DCAing. Okay. Oh, Dallas Plus Average. Okay. Um, uh, Hex Kong goes uh, 55 55. Richard Hart and Hex changed my life forever. Love you guys. Okay. Absolutely. And then we got uh, Ian McAllister, 100 bucks. Thank you so much. Shout out to all the, uh, all the Hex people in here, man. The army is here. Holy this crap. Is this is big money here, dog. D15 yeah, they, they cracks. Uh, when you lock your coin, Hex, 10 years, for example, you get paid after 10 years or monthly if we suppose and that coin depends. goes up. Nothing in the middle. Okay. At the end. That's okay. why our inflation is really low because the inflation only comes out after the average seven-year stake. Most people on average lock up for seven years. Yep. You know how many 15-year stakes you got to have to get an average of seven? Yeah, mm. That's Nobel Prize worthy. It's a lot. <laughs> there, there ain't nothing in the world that ever got people to lock up as much money for as long. 
There's yeah. nothing in the world. If you buy a house, you can sell it. You buy a T-bill, you buy a bond, you can sell it. You lock up your hex for 15 years, you got to serve seven and a half to get that principal out. You're going to lose all your interest if you pull out halfway. Yeah. And if you want if you want your principal plus your interest, you need to do what you said you're going to do. Well, there's another another thing as far as like crypto. You can see it, there's centralized exchanges like Coinbase or Gemini or whatever it is. And you think that there's volume and that means that there's money. Mm -hmm. But you don't have any kind of locking mechanism. You don't actually have transparency of what's happening. Hex is the most transparent cryptocurrency that there is. Not just on the blockchain and you just have to know how to look at it. There's actual websites that can track these things. And then you earlier had said something about the $1,200 stimulus. Yeah. There's actually a bot that follows the fact that at $1,200, when that stimulus was released to people, that it's worth something like $150,000 now if yeah. it was Hex. So there's all kinds of references. Even for my particular Twitter, I posted not long ago, maybe nine days ago, that I staked $30,000 over the course of the next three years, and it's already up to about 40000 You know what's so, funny? I'm watching chat right here. Chat hooked it up. I'm always like, I got this like list of stuff to brag about. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot I raised $27 million for charity. 27, 27 million for charity? I raised 27 yeah, million for, for medical research to try to save your life and all the haters' lives too. I'm trying to save all y'all. <laughs> By the way, I'm sick for 15 years too as well. So yeah. shout out to y'all. Shout out, man. Yeah. And actually, yeah. I can see how much money I'm making every single day, which is crazy to me. On the awesome. app, and no one can take it from you. Yeah. No, you go to your bank, you try and spend your money. Sometimes they say no. Yeah. You on vacation, that card don't work. You try and you try and buy crypto with your money, your bank, sometimes they say no. We don't let you buy crypto. Mm -hmm. I, it's, is this my money? Can I spend my money? You never had less choice in banks. You never had lower interest. You, you never had higher gas prices. The world's messed up, man. Yeah. Crypto can solve some of these problems. Wow. Yeah, not only that, but a lot of people don't know that the banks only hold about 10% of the money that they're supposed right. to have right. at any time. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, got, I got a breakthrough. So, so, oh, yeah. yeah. Listen, Let's hear this. The stuff that I'm proud of yeah. is the stuff that I invented, thought leader stuff, stuff that nobody else will tell you because they don't know it. Okay. So I'm a who who wants to quiz you 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 used to be an agent you used yeah. to be a Mr. Smith yeah Mr. Smith, <laughs> yeah, so Mr. Smith. Smith. what you used to do what you used to do I was a special agent with Homeland Security okay nice right, I, I would be cool if you said FBI I was hoping for no nah, no nah, not the bureau <laughs> not the bureau you know, funny I told all the girls that I used to talk to he works at FBI and they're like really stick with it I have a pimp can you help me out <laughs> yeah not not the bureau but uh, I'm very familiar with how so they work I'm, too I'm gonna mess with you a little bit just yeah. an example it's all good Ever. so okay I'll give you I'll give you two I'll give you two. I'll give you the, the good one first. Well, I'll give you the bad one first. The bad one is, okay, 40% of people die of cancer, 40% of people die of heart disease. If you cared either one of those, how much longer do you think people would live? You care cancer, ain't no more cancer, how much longer people would live, you think? Hmm. That's a good question, man. How much longer? If I you guess cured 20 cancer? when I heard it. But the years? answer ain't 20. An extra 20 years? No. You said, wait, you, you guess, guess an, you guess an extra 20 years? No. You know, I mean, I'll, I'll, go on, I'll go against the grain. I'll say it, it, their life wouldn't increase that much. Three years. Okay. It was close. Yeah. Three mm -hmm. years. That was a good guess. Why? Because the decaying system causes that to happen. And if you fix that, you just get the next thing. Mm. You fix that, you just get the next thing. Gotcha. So if you can delay the damage, it cures everything at once. Mm. And so delaying damage three years is worth more than curing cancer. Yeah. Yeah. They now always say, they say prevention is better. Uh, prevention is always of, better than a cure. That's right. A pound of an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Yeah. If we mm -hmm. all metric folks. It means the prevention's better. Um, <laughs> so, so by that sense, so this is an example yeah. of like something nobody knows. Curing cancer is only worth three years. Fact. And how do we know this? We got actuarial tables that the insurance companies produce that lets them make billions of dollars a year that knows exactly when someone like you is going to die so they can make money on it. We know exactly what people are going to die from in large numbers. Mm. Now, here's this. That was a crappy one. Here comes a good one. When you give your money to the bank, they give you interest, right? Yep. Where's the interest come from? The little bit of money that they're making on them lending money out to everyone else on a higher interest rate, way more. 
they're giving you a fraction of whatever the hell they're making. Kind of. Okay. Here's the trick. Yeah. You think they lend your money out and you get a cut of the profits from lending your money out, right? You get nothing. They don't lend your money out. They never lend your money out. Your money never gets lent. This is the magic. When you give your money to the bank, mm-hmm. if they lent it out, it would reduce their reserve ratio. And if they keep it sitting at their bank, the government will give them 10 times more money to lend out at the lowest rate you could dream. And so they never lend your money out. They live the, they lend the government's money out. Your money just sits there as a liability. They owe it to you. It's not a it's not an asset to them, it's a liability. It's okay. on the other side of the balance sheet. Okay. So in reality, the gains that you get by putting your money in the bank come from inflation. They come from inflating the monetary base. They come from increasing the money supply. They come from printing money out of thin air. The government gives them 10 times the money that you put in okay. and then lends that out. And then your yield comes from inflation, from printing money. Now, technically, y'all, there's college people out there is going to say inflation was prices goes up, but printing money is called monetary uh, supply increase. I'm just going to call it inflation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And why is this important? Because all of the gains and everything coming f- from inflation. The government prints all this money. It's yep. got to go somewhere. Where mm-hmm. does it go? To companies that generate yield to try and outperform the inflation that comes from the money printing. Mm-hmm. And so we get misinvestment. We get mall investment. We get boom and bust cycle because credit is set artificially too cheap by a private company called the Federal Reserve. It's not federal at all. It's a private company run by private people with board members. The Federal Reserve that prints the American dollar mm-hmm. is not federal. You do not elect these people. You do not have any say in what they set the rates at. So there's a couple guys in a dark room, dark, cloudy, smoky room, setting <laughs> the value of money globally. And guess what? They didn't do a good job, which is why we have all-time high, 40-year high inflation rates, because they didn't do a good job. And so what do you trust? Do you trust men or do you trust math? I trust math. Mm. And I know what the supply of my currency is going to be in the future, mathematically, factually. Historically, these crypto, these uh, fiat currencies that the governments make, they all go to zero. Zero. Not a little bit of value. Zero. And so it's very likely that the U.S. dollar over some period of time will go to zero or so close to it that it might as well be. And if you want to hold your money and survive that, you got to hold real assets that hopefully appreciate in value. Mm Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're going to get sucked into the abyss with everybody. If you on, uh, if you got fixed income right now, if you retired and you got fixed income, you wrecked because yeah. the prices went up and everything, but your income didn't. Yeah, no, that's true. And that's wow. why I pension now. A lot of these people that have our pensions or whatever, because I'm a former government employee, so I already know people like, yeah, my pension, blah, blah. You're probably going to have to get another job, yep. you know, Bro. by the time you actually retire and leave. But the reason I tell you this is people go, where are the gains from a hex? Where are the gains from a hex? You like inflation. But like, but it's not real. You don't lend the money out. Well, actually we do. When you lock up your coins... Mm-hmm you are virtually lending the value of the coins that you lock to the people that can dump the price. The liquid people can dump the price and reap the rewards of you delaying your gratification. And so it's actually virtual lending because you're adding value by locking it up Mm. and they're subtracting the value because they they have it free, but they're paying dilution because they're not getting interest. They're not getting extra coins because they ain't locked up. It's a self-balancing system. It's amazing. A lot of people lock up, interest rates go down. Low people, high interest rates, auto-balancing. Kind of like the Bitcoin mining algorithm, kind of. Yeah. Question. Uh, a huge fan just asked me a question. So, Did you ever meet Elon Musk? And what you? Never met him. He's a smart dude. Would you he, want we to? got some disagreements. We agree on some things. I like girls. He like girls. I pull, my pullout game is strong. I ain't got no kids. <laughs> he leave it in there. He, he's just like, yeah, have one. You want a baby on the way out? I got 10 minutes. Like He, he just handed out kids left, right? He got nine kids now. I got no kids. My pullout game better than his. So, um, so, but, so real quick, fun fact. He just sent me Elon Musk's phone number. Real, real phone number, Call by him. the way. Call him. Should I? Yeah. Tell him Richard Hart, rumored billionaire, wants to chat with him. 
I'm gonna do it right now on, on air. The the fuck? Fuck? Okay. <laughs> okay. All Let's right. See this is well, yeah. a fresh fit. Go. Uh, okay. I, will, I will try and talk like a white man. Guys like the video, by the way. <laughs> so, so while he calls this up, so I was a little because you were talking about inflation actually makes your money. Okay, you know what? Because he's he might. Let's see. I'll put it on you because I, I never spoke to this, this man before. Hey, Elon, you there? Elon, can you hear me? It's Richard Hart. Yo, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Elon, you've been smoking, dog. You sound high, bro. Bro, let me tell you. I think your boy trolled you, dog. Yo, if that Elon Musk, I'm gonna miss a <laughs> Elon, let me get a Tesla, dog. Anyway, yeah. fresh, I actually fucking gullible as hell. Stupid. All right, fantastic. This nigga really believed it. So I was like, what the fuck? You um, lucky you just call Nigeria and get hundred dollars for that right there, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. Let's move um, on. <laughs> so you were talking about the inflation with with uh, the money in the banks. So, yep. man, I, I'm trying to remember the. The only thing that matters in the world is goods and services. Yeah, and all this finance crap. The less negative externalities, the less friction. The better the hours. The less the middlemen. Cryptocurrency, particularly hex, cuts out middlemen. Yeah. How did all these people just lose all these billions of dollars? Mm. They give their money to Celsius. Picking up pennies in front of freight trains. Okay. <laughs> hey, the freight train's coming. Let get a nickel real quick. You get hit. You out of the game. Now you can't you can't make gains no more. You can't make it back. You your stack is gone. You gotta go work your hourly job to try and get your stack back so you can start getting your money to work for you again. You don't ever want to lose your stack. I mean, look, Warren Buffett, he has some good advice. One of the things he says is don't ever lose money. Mm -hmm. Don't ever lose money. Yep. And he, he's got some other good ones. Ladies liquor and leverage, that's his buddy Charlie Munger. That's his thing, he say. I took it. I like it. Now he also says some things I don't like. He say, Charlie Munger also say, Bitcoin rat poison squared. I don't like that one. He's stupid. Look at the chart, bro. The chart don't lie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This made people rich. You might not like it. You may be angry, but this made people rich. So he's got a lot of good advice, a couple of things he ain't right. It's like Tony Robbins. He's like 90% right. 10%, not 90% is real good numbers. Okay. Tony Robbins I like, Warren Buffett I like, Charlie Munger I like. So with this, uh, these people, they trying to pick up pennies in front of freight trains. They lose everything. Cryptocurrency yeah. was invented to get rid of middlemen. Cryptocurrency was get rid of counterparty risk. You control your own finance of your own keys. No one can steal it from you unless you're stupid and you lose them. Yeah. Mm. So what do people do? The opposite. They take their keys, their power, their control. They give it to somebody else. They lose all their money. They become a headline. X number, $100 million lost. I invented a product which literally solves this. You earn yield while you hold your keys. So what's everyone do? Give their money to somebody else, lose all their money, go bankrupt. I warned people years before Celsius went bankrupt to take your money out you're going to be a headline. You are picking up pennies in front of freight trains. And I've seen people, I've done live streams with them and straight to their face. I'm like, you're risking your whole stack for 7% right now. You're doing it. I invented a solution to it, but you're going to do it. And then you see them, you know, a year and a half later, I lost all my money on the thing. I'm sad now. Damn. I'm leaving the industry. Bear market wrecks a lot of people. So you see an exchange going left to right. Exchange called Hotbit, locked up, locked everybody out, taking a website offline, has a cool story about some indictment, blah, blah, blah. That's a story. So you just jacked it for the money. Okay. Celsius, jacked everybody for the money. Luna, jacked everybody for the money. Everybody jacking everybody for the money. We 100% perfect flawless uptime. I just want some... Everybody that gets people wrecked and is bankrupt got more followers than me. Explain that. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Saylor lost billions of dollars, bought the top. He bought the top, helped make the top. Yeah. I called the top on a day. I, I forgot to brag about that. I called the Bitcoin top on the day and drew the chart and said, look, man, it's over. We're going down 85%. We're going down to 10,000. I still believe that. And I'll tell you why I believe it. 3% of all Bitcoin is held by the Grayscale Trust. Mm -hmm. Now, 3% don't sound like a lot, but of the available trading supply, 3% is massive. And so usually that trades at a 20% premium to spot Bitcoin. 
because of some regulatory arbitrage. If you an investment company, you can't just buy currencies. It's not in your document. Your document don't let you just buy whatever you want. You can only buy these things. You can buy stocks, but you can't just buy a regular weird currency. And so what people do is they buy this fake Bitcoin, this encumbered Bitcoin, this encapsulated Bitcoin from the Grayscale Trust. Mm -hmm. And then, so it's called a private placement round. They have their private placement round for their credit investors. They get hundreds of millions of dollars. They go buy spot Bitcoin with it. They put it in a trust. You can't redeem it. You can't take it out to arbitrage it. <clears throat> and you would only do that if it was at a premium like it normally is. But now it's not at a premium. It's a discount. So you could buy Grayscale Bitcoin for a third less than a normal Bitcoin. Mm. Oh, that sounds like a good deal. But here's the problem. That discount used to be like 10%, 5%. And so you thought you was buying a good deal, getting a 5% discount back when Bitcoin was way higher. But then the discount increased and the Bitcoin went down. You lost twice. Mm. And so until that grayscale discount goes away, because let me tell you, man, if you buy something for a third off, you just made 50% of your money. That's how the math works. So if something used to be a dollar, you get in a third off, you get it for 66 cents. Mm. If you could sell it for a dollar, you made 33 on your 66. That's 50%. Yeah. So a third drop is a 50% gain. Wall Street is not going to let Bitcoin go for a free 50% gain. And that's if it traded at its spot, it, it, it like parity. It usually trades at, it trades at a premium, a 20% premium. So Wall Street ain't going to leave like a 60% free gain on a the table. They would buy that up. And then, they, so what, it, when the powers that be decide to make the bottom, and someone will come and make the bottom. Yeah. Somebody comes and buys it and makes it. You know where the bottom is when you buy it and make the bottom yourself, when you got that big stack. I see myself on a chart sometimes. I'm like, oh, that was me. <laughs> sometimes it's good. Sometimes it ain't good. <laughs> sometimes you're on the wrong side of it. You're like, ah, yeah, I remember that. So I believe that that grayscale discount of 33% will get bought up. Mm -hmm. It'll reach parity. And then we can go back up. I want to see the NFT guys get washed out. I want to see these JPEGs <laughs> go near zero. I want to see Michael Saylor sweat real good. Yeah. I want to see, we already seen a lot of people get uh, deleveraged, right? So they bought that double top. Usually we do a blow off top. We drop 85%, go sideways a little bit, go back up. Last bear market lasted one year, 365 days to the day. Mm -hmm. This bear market has already been a year and a half. Why? Because they bought a double top on leverage. Yeah. They made a fake new higher high of 6% from 65 to 69K. Now, price went down. All their leverage calls got called. They all got liquidated. Not all of them. Not all of them. We got 70,000 coins coming out from the Bitfinex hacker. Had stole a lot of money. That's billions of dollars. We got 140,000 coins from Mt. Gox. That's the dude, the exchange that failed in 2013, 2014. That's 140,000 coins going to get handed out to people. That's all sell pressure. That's another few billion dollars. And then we got Ross Ulbricht's coin from the Silk Road. He's got, I don't know, billion, two billion, something like that, probably. All this got to hit the market. I want to see... It would be great if we could get a nice clean bottom, wash out Gox, wash out the Finex hacker, wash out Ross Brick Silk Road coins, let Sailor, I mean, he didn't take on that much leverage, so he could probably survive it, but let him sweat real good, let all the NFT guys lose all that money, let all the scam people get scammed out and find a good solid bottom. Let that grayscale premium disappear, or yeah. the discount disappear. Yep. New moon, we go back to the moon, and it would be perfect if the inflation chilled out a little bit because they've been raising rates, and then they start printing again. And we're a risk on asset. Stocks will go up. Crypto will go up more. That's the dream bottom. That's the, the bottom I hope for. Because mm -hmm. sometimes it's a little different. We never had a double top before. This time we had a double top because these guys bought it on leverage. And it cost them everything. They're, they're you know, three hours capital is bankrupt. They lost billions. Oh, wow. El Salvador. Lost money. <laughs> the president of El Salvador buying on Coinbase on a cell phone. Like a joke. Ha ha. <laughs> ha Look, I don't know how to get good order execution. I'm using a cell phone like a noob. It's crazy <laughs> to me, dog. I like anybody. Look at it. Any retail degenerate trader could have at least spread them orders across a couple exchanges to get less slippage. Like it's just, yeah. it, 
I don't know, man. These people are crazy. All the people that lose all your money, lots of followers. People to save your life, not that many followers. Wow. Only quarter money. Yeah. So, okay. So th- th- there was a lot there. That, that's uh, the plan. Sorry. Right there. Yeah. The, no, 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 no. Yeah. Th- that's cool. I'm, I'm just trying to distill some of that. So you foresee Bitcoin going down to 10K. Yes. Yeah. And it could go deeper. Here's why it could go deeper. Historically, we only do 85% drops. Okay. Well, I bought, when I bought Bitcoin, it was $30. It went down to two. My introduction to Bitcoin was a 93% drop. Oh. And you know what? Ouch. That's fine. I wish I had bought more at two. I really do. Because it's 25K today. Yeah. yeah. Two to 25,000 is a 12,000 X. It's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. <laughs> Hex did better. Well, actually, Hex didn't do better. Was staking it did better. But we only did a 10,000 X so far. We're only 1,000 days old. Yeah. Bitcoin's a lot older. Mm-hmm. So if uh, another thing that I can teach you generally is if you have some product market fit and it dips a lot, consider dollar cost averaging. That's his name, dollar cost. <laughs> um, because it... Uh, if you if you can 10x your stack for just doubling the money you put in, which is what you get on a 90% dip, that's pretty nice, man. And if something's got product market fit and the fundamentals are there, you're unwrapping new users, you're getting more adoption, you're adding a little bit more features, that, uh, the, the fiat on-ramps are coming, it's getting better. There's only 100,000 hex stakers, man. Yep. While everything else in the world is failing, we only got 100,000 hex stakers. I'm telling you, man, that's I believe that number will go up, and I see it going up. 100, 200 people every day. I think it's like maybe 180 people a day or something. He, he might know better. Yeah, I know all of the statistics. I don't want to derail too far. One thing I do want to say about, uh, again, my longer game has been real estate in the past. Mm-hmm. And part of that is the fact that it's relatively illiquid. It takes a couple of months maybe to close on selling a house, right? Or to buying a house. You have an entrance and an exit time yeah. where you can consider, is this a good opportunity for me as an investor or not? Now, Richard does highlight, and he makes this point that when Bitcoin was a penny, let's just say it was a penny, and it went to its all-time high of six point sixty-nine thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. That's six point nine million times your money. Six point nine million times your money. Damn. That's point. Right? That's a that's that's the truth. Now, how many people bought it a penny and then held it to sixty-nine thousand? Almost no one. Yeah. Almost no one. <laughs> the people that get it out of Mount Gox, if this uh, money comes back to their hands, it's suddenly found money to them, and they're suddenly. Uh, wealth sin- sudden wealth syndrome, right? Yeah. Suddenly they're going to spend it's been the like money. 10 years. Now, the difference wow. about Bitcoin and Ethereum and all these other things that are really liquid that can be traded in and out of marketplaces, DEXs, centralized exchanges, Coinbase, or whatever, is we, you get that impulse. FOMO, I need to buy. FUD, I need to sell. Something told me China's going to ban it. Something told me President Trump doesn't like it. Whatever it is, moves their emotion. Mm-hmm. Now, with Hex, what's interesting is we really promote staking. We promote the idea of delayed gratification. We, we promote the fact that the contract itself is immutable. It can't be changed. Richard can't change it. Yeah. We can't change it. But what does that do? It actually gives you time in your brain to say, do I need to access this capital? Because I've got a family emergency and I actually need to break the contract. Well, there's a penalty phase to that, right? There's a part of a penalty. Just like if you said, today, I have to sell my house cash today. You're not going to get the market price. You're going to get a discount price because it's a today fire sale. Same thing with Hex in some ways. So we actually promote, all of us promote, here, stake out a ladder. Yep. You're, look at where you are in life. What are your, your actual goals? You want to put your kid through college? You want to have a nice yeah, house? Yeah, ladder is just basically like one-year stake, two-year stake, three-year yeah, stake. CD, CD, stake CD comes ladder. out over time. Yeah. Right, it's like yeah. a CD ladder. But what I love about it is it actually gives you an investor mindset, not a gambler mindset. Mm. A lot of crypto is gambling. It's yes, gambling. Straight very up, true. Straight That's very true. Yep. Yes, yeah. very, very true. I got, I got another killer for you. This one's a short one. I don't want to monopolize all the time. No, no, no. Don't, 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 don't be quiet. Um, life is not fair. Life is really not fair. 100%. Yeah. 
Not everybody has the same skills. Not everybody has the same opportunity. Not everybody has the same love. Life is not fair. I'm going to give you real obvious unfairness. You was born in a rich family. You got real estate. You got stocks. You sit around with your thumb up your butt. You sell them occasionally. Guess what tax rate you pay? 20%. Capital gains. You held it for a year? 20%. Capital gains. Now, compare that to a dude works real hard, works real hard, works real hard. 35% yep. income yep. tax. Yeah. Wait a second. Why did a dude sit with his thumb up his butt, pay half the tax of the dude to work real hard? Does that sound fair to you? No. That don't sound fair to me. Guess what? In crypto, you hold it for a year, you and the thumb up the butt tax, 20%. Much better. So you work real hard, you're paying twice the tax. You get in crypto, you hold it a year, you're paying half the tax. Yep. So we on the right side of the unfair game in Hex. Mm. Yeah, and I, I learned that from switching from, you know, W-2 employee being an agent over to being an entrepreneur. I was pretty much paying the same amount of taxes, you know, for working for Uncle Sam that I do now making like 10x the money, which yeah. made me really realize, holy crap, like the rat race is real as I, far as them. I got another know. breaker for you. Ready yeah, for this one? Yeah. Ready for this one? Okay, so we, we said 35 and ain't fair. Like when I left there, I was paying 35, you know. Um, now I pay more now. Should I said that? Um, <laughs> so, like, uh, the uh, the issue is you don't actually even have to pay that if you're rich. You just get a loan on your assets, and then you don't pay any tax because you didn't actually make money, and you didn't actually sell anything. You didn't actually realize it again. You got a loan, oh. and you pay interest on your loan, but you don't pay income tax. So you might pay, like, a couple percent interest on your loan, but you're not paying income tax. And so your money's still in the market making money. So first we got from 35, and this is a high-income bracket, from 35 down to uh, 20. But now, if you want to, you can go to roughly zero by just getting loans on your assets instead of paying, your, instead of selling anything and realizing any gains at all. So if you're rich, you actually pay a lot less tax. Yeah. Mm. If you're smart. The same, it's the same if your parents die and you're poor, you ain't got no trust. You ain't got no will. You ain't, you ain't got nothing, but you go into probate court and get messed up. But if you're rich, you, tr you gift everything to the trust. Mom dies, dad dies. Trust didn't die. No taxes. Someone else gets to use it now. Yeah. So rich people, rich get richer. Join that club, hex.com. Free game. Join, no join charge, the capital man. class. Yeah, I mean, I, mean uh, I don't know how they do, would do it in real estate. I mean, sorry, in, uh, you know, crypto, but like with real estate, you know, 1035 exchanges, you know, cash out refinances. These are ways that basically, you know, keep Uncle Sam from touching your money. 1031, sorry, excuse yeah. me. I'm uh, a licensed mortgage broker too. Yeah, I'm smart. So I'm, I'm, I'm smart. You know, you buy a house, <laughs> and, you know, you, you go ahead and sell your house, take those proceeds and then go ahead and buy another house yeah. and then you, the Uncle Light Sam can't do exchange. shit. Yep. So it's crazy. So part of my strategy is something like that as well. So I'm really good friends with Ken McElroy, with uh, Robert Kiyosaki. All their content really talks about the fact that they pay no taxes because of the real estate portfolio, controlling billions of dollars worth of real estate. Mm -hmm. I think uh, Ken is something like 11,000 doors. Yeah. Uh, same thing, same sort of thing. So I roll out of crypto whenever a ladder, whenever I have an actual uh, uh, liquidity moment where I might decide to restake or I say, hey, here's an opportunity for a syndicate deal of an apartment complex or something. And then once I have that under my control, within a couple of months, usually it's cash flowing and I can 100% cash out refi, put it right back into Hex. Yeah. Yep. Check, check this out. Check this no out. taxes. No taxes. So <laughs> I, I had the benefit of the real estate portfolio for depreciation, 27 yep. years. And then outside of that, I have the hyper performance of a best performing asset class. You, yeah. you want to buy something that makes you money. You yep. could buy a business, you buy yourself a job. I've been in that game. I've had a lot of businesses. I had a Carstero store, Miracle Cleaner, cash advance loans, mm -hmm. foreclosure bailouts, mortgages. I had a lot of businesses. Some of them made money. Some didn't. 
Cash advance loans, you were a hard money lender? I lost money on it. Yeah, I was going to say, that must have been our collab- We didn't get that many loans, and we didn't do any collections, so they just stole our money, basically. Wow. So, wow. But it's, it's, it's literally usury. Like, that's the scummiest imaginable business. You're, you're, you're doing use. You're, like, charging people 1,000% of your interest. It's terrible. Yeah. And all your customers are black women. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> literally. It's just literally. Black queens. Black queens. Black queens. Black queens. Black black queens. queens, man. They're getting victimized. It's terrible. Like, it really, if you, go to the, if you go to the call center that does collections for them. Yeah. It's all black girls all day, man. And these people need money. And that's why they got the loan in the first place. You victimizing the people at the bottom that need money the most. I'm glad that business didn't work out. That's wow. a really scummy business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, there's okay. a reason why they call a loan shark and you beat the shit out of people to get that money back. The mafia right. with mm-hmm. Rico back in the day for that shit. Exactly. Because, uh, yeah, most of the time the people don't have the money, so you have to get it back through violence. Mm-hmm. So, you yep. know, I think about it. When I go to cash advance places, next to the liquor store, women. the cash advance loan place is next to the liquor store. By too. Is, is next to. The cash advance loans, the check cashing store, Checkers. the liquor store. They're on the same neighborhood. Yep, absolutely. Grape drink, watermelon, and chicken enthusiasts. What the <laughs> <laughs> I, I seen if I can get away with it. No, but really, like if you, where, yeah. I, where I grew up, where I went to school, yeah. it was Riverland Elementary. You can go on, go on Google Maps mm. and go on, go on I-95, go on Fort Lauderdale, just northwest of the airport, and see what is physically on the street in mm. between I-95 and school. You can see all those things I just told you about. That's not a yeah. mistake. It's deliberate. It's, 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 it's deliberate. Absolutely. No. So yeah, go ahead. So 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 the trick the trick is you want to get out of all these bad patterns. You want to get out of all these bad paths. You want to get into things that work. And mm-hmm. so the things we're talking about, they can save your life, man. They, remember I told you about tactics and strategy. Mm-hmm. If you get into the saving and investing strategy, that could change everything for you. It could change everything for you. Do not get bad at the wrong things. It's a curse. The worst thing that could ever happen to you is you make money in your first trade. You make money in your first trade, you're gonna ump it, amp it up, amp it up, get big on the next one, lose everything. Mm-hmm. Don't trade. Yeah. Yeah, uh, wow. the the, tra- the whole trading game has always been strange to me. When people say, "Yeah, I'm a day trader. I trade forex or whatever." I don't know anyone that like makes like. No. I agree with you. They they don't make money like that. They make money on selling courses and yeah. and everything else. But yeah. like, they're not really making that much money on trading forex. You right? make right. money buying and holding. Facts. That, that's how you make all your that's money. What it is. Like, I tell my students all the time, "You guys are all rich right now. You just got to hold long enough." Right. And you but you have to hold the right assets. You got to hold hex, Bitcoin, Ethereum stuff that's got track record. It's going to be here a long time. Product market fit, real estate like you guys and. It's it's you take your you take your business income your your regular W nine your, your ten ninety nine income put it into crypto hold it for the long term and you're gonna make money. You know you what's know? what's an interesting thing is about stock market. People think about stock as it has some particular asset. It's really just to me pom poms as cheerleading. So when Richard talks about <laughs> stock and he says you know your belief systems, I really would like you to highlight stock. I, I forgot so. I lost my track. The reason I was telling you about all my old businesses was you yes. buy a thing so it can make more in the future. Yeah, you were saying buying a business so is getting a job. Buying a house getting a business and trying job. to rent it out, that you're trying to make something that makes money. Yeah. Buying a business, you're trying to make, it costs you money up front to get money out. Buying a Bitcoin miner, costs you money to get money out. Yep. All of those have huge negative externalities. You got to pay all these fees and taxes. You got to pay closing stamps, closing tax, doc tax title search there's all this overhead there's all these middlemen yeah you want to buy or build a house and, and get financing any of that you get middlemen out of the bit like all over the place you want to buy a business you can pay a business broker you know you can pay three years net five years net whatever it's it's all these middlemen all this overhead negative externalities friction hex you want to mine new hex you're just going to delay time time's yep. free time don't cost you nothing there's mm-hmm. no overhead you don't got to blow up the environment like a Bitcoin miner. The reason that Hex has the insane price performance that it has is one, it's a small community. It's easy to multiply our numbers. Two, we got no negative externalities. If people get paid inflation, they don't got to sell it for electricity. They don't got to sell it. 
for uh, mining hardware. They don't got to sell it for facilities. There's no negative externalities. There's no hex building. Or there's no like company that has a bunch of employees to pay. Mm-hmm. You got all these other these other coins and companies and things where you're hoping you're putting money into a common pool with the expectation of profit solely for the work of others. And all that work costs money and they sell the price down. Vitalik yeah. sells the Ethereum price down. All these other founders sell the price down. You look at Hex, you look at the origin address, not to say that it's a founder, but it did get half the supply. Yeah. None of them coins have ever been sold on the market. Damn. Yep. That's maybe why the price has gone up a million percent because there's so many good things combined, you know? That's powerful. Well, Shut also, I think Elon was like, we we're talking about a lot about uh, taking a loan against instead. I'm not really advocating loaning if you're going to be productive with that asset. That's why I roll out of real estate into cash and then the cash can go into a performance like uh, crypto or something like that or start a new business. Uh, but that business has to perform. Once yeah, it performs, yeah, no, that sure. cash flow has to go back into the long-term hold. So I think Elon was going to uh, buy Twitter at one point. Yes. Yeah. Was he going to do that because he sold his uh, Tesla stock? No, it was because he took a loan against that stock. He would have taken a loan against that stock. Yeah. So these are good points about like even the belief system of stock or buying new asset performing. Very similar, Richard. Richard educates so much I, about I just don't not care crypto about none stuff. Of that stuff because it don't go up a million X. Yeah. Yeah. we went up a million percent. Why right. do I care about stocks? I don't right. care about yeah. stocks. Oh, if I waited thirteen years, I could have two X. Two X. We did that this last two weeks. Like, why? Yeah. Well, he was why, explaining we, we laugh at stock guys. to Jordan <laughs> yeah. Belfort just a couple of days ago, the Wolf of Wall Street. He was explaining yeah. to, to said, Jordan was saying, "Oh, you should buy the S and P five hundred. You definitely should be in the S and P five hundred." And Richard says, "Let's look at the charts. Let's just look at the chart. How long would it take you to be a two X in the S and P five hundred? If you pour, you need mad gains to multiply that poorness to try and make something. The two right. X ain't gonna help you. Oh, oh I put yeah. my five hundred bucks in. Well." <laughs> Great. You, you've got like three good dinners. Right. You and a yeah. day could go on three good dinners. That's not like you need actual giant gains in order to make it if you broke or you got to wait a long time. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's where people go with the ladder with the stock market is like, oh, I'll get eight to 10%. It's given that much. That's the people since the 60s has been giving 10%. It's like, okay, that's cool. You know, long term to hold, but can yeah. be inflation adjusted. Exactly. Yeah. You losing money. Yeah. Wow. You got to beat inflation. Inflation is no joke. You got to, so basically, here's another thing, th- this thought leader stuff, I'm going to tell you about, no one else is going to tell you about. I yeah. invented these ideas. I laugh at the stock too, so don't us, the stock us. market. This we'll one's a little different. So let's say your stocks drop in half, but the price of the house you want drops in half too. You broke even, because really in the real world, all that matters is goods and services. Mm. And so if the stock market drops, crypto drops, everything that you own drops, as long as the stuff you want to buy drop too, you're good. And so the real game, the yeah. real game is your gains versus the stuff you want to buy. There you if go. what you want to buy is dollars, well, it shouldn't be. It's stuff. You know, you got to outperform. Like if you want to buy Rolexes, man, you had to make a two or three X over the last two or three years because they yeah. went up two X. Yep. And if you didn't, you lost money. If you want, you know, if that's what you want to buy, mm-hmm. it's just, it's just helping people feel a little better because if, if everything drops, that's fine because it all kind of balances out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The well, issue is that when up, you, you didn't actually make nothing. Yeah. Because everything right. went up. Yeah, the issue is when the inflation overrides the gains that you would have got off. And I get it. Like me, I'm all about like being diversified. You should be in index funds. You should be in crypto. You should be in real estate. You should be in everything. You know, and I try to diversify being everything, but it's like I do the opposite. You know, oh, you're all all in on just crypto. Yeah, this another this another Warren Buffett quote. I'm gonna hit you with man. Okay, go, mm-hmm. ahead. go ahead. Warren Buffett's like fat old me, but, but I'm also <laughs> fat old. like I don't know. We both real fat, real old. Um, how old are you? Why would 42? 42. Okay. I think I looked 30 when I shaved. I shaved. 
Because the ladies used to make fun of me for being fat. And then I'm not, I used to be the fat guy at the club. Now I'm the old guy at the club. But I can fix that. I can shave it. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's way quicker than diet. No white hairs, though, man. They can't hate. True. Yeah. I'd be the silver fox. There you go. So if uh, you could do two things, mm-hmm. you could put all your eggs in a bunch of baskets. Right. Wolf going to get some of them. They're going to get got. Mm. Or you could put all your eggs in one basket and watch it real careful. That actually works real good. Mm. Warren Buffett ain't trying to diversify and stuff that sucks. He just is kind of forced to diversify because he has too much money. So yeah. he has yeah. to because of his scale. Yeah. But if he didn't have that scale, he would never buy some of these things that he's buying. Because mm. why would you want less gains? And by the way, a lot of the stuff you think, so the theory behind diversification is it will ease the drawdowns and I won't have to sell at a worse price if I ever have to sell because the drawdowns will be spread over a bunch of things. Mm-hmm. But why don't you just buy something that like it goes up so high that it don't matter if it draws down. Hex drew down 95%. That cancels out a 20X. But we went up a 10,000X. So you're still up. After a 90% drop, you're st- if you go up a 10,000X and you drop 90%, you're still up a 1,000X. Because yep. yeah. a 90% drop only cancels out a 10X. And so it, it's like, Crypto breaks everything. That that may have made sense before crypto existed. Business made sense before crypto existed. I mean, people that make crypto businesses still couldn't outperform crypto. Yep. So I'm just saying, man, I don't want weak, lame gains in my portfolio because yeah. they just consume your consciousness too. Okay. Because you, you're going to spend time like... Another perspective. Th- sure. Just like, okay, MX, right? I got a black MX. Yep. Black MX, I pay $5,000 a year. Those so are hard to get. Those are hard, very hard to get. invite only. Yeah. yeah. I think you got to spend a quarter million or half a million a year on personal stuff. Yeah. Oh, wow. So... I pay 5000 a year to the Amex people to screw retailers. I have an extra percent. When you accept a credit card, the credit card company takes a fee, which, by the way, crypto also solves. That's a caveat. You get some chargeback stuff, which has value. Mm-hmm. You don't get that in crypto. Someone pay you. If you get paid in crypto, ain't no chargebacks. That's it. Straight You're just gone. But if you get paid in credit card, they might take it back six months later. So you don't really have the money. You think you have it. But then someone could charge it back and be like, oh, you know, I didn't like it. And then you got to give the money back. Especially right. Amex has high fees. Yeah. They, they, they get higher. mad when you pull out that Amex card. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, it's a percent higher. Yeah. So a lot of people don't accept it. Yeah. So here's, here's, here's my point. I'm paying Amex $5,000 to screw retailers that I would prefer get paid more. I, I don't want my retailer that I'm doing business with to get paid a percent less because yeah. I'm using a crappy payment method. Yeah. That's not fair to him. Yeah. And, you know, that percent, where do you think it's going to come out of? My next purchase or to somebody else's. It's, it's negative externalities. It's bad. It's friction. And so guess what? Now... I paid five grand a year for Amex to screw the retailers out of an extra percent. So they charged uh, a normal uh, a normal swipe local. You pay 1.5. Amex is going to charge 2.5. And then if it's mail or telephone order, it's usually a percent higher because it's more chargebacks. Yep. It's more fraud because you didn't get a personal signature with an ID or mm-hmm. a pin if you're in Europe, which is awesome. I actually got stopped by the police in Best Buy last week. Why? Yeah. Listen to this, man. <laughs> My mom, she got health problems. I came, she was in the hospital, she had sepsis. It's like when you get blood infection, you go die. 34%, 30 or 40% die if it gets to your kidneys. And like six or seven if it don't. It didn't get to her kidneys. So she probably only six or seven, one year mortality. Wow. So she all right. Other than being like, you know, old and messed up and whatnot. I went to Best Buy, bought her TV. Went the next day, bought some scanners because they made a movie about me. They actually made a movie about me and Hex is finished now. Now they're selling it to different, whoever streaming companies wants to buy it, pays the most money, can get to buy it. Do you get paid too? Nah, I don't make nothing on it. No. They have their own team and investors. And the highest of stakes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, the highest of stakes. Community supported the, the six. Yeah. The these, these guys won five Emmy Awards. These guys are real deal. Wow. Yeah. It's way better than I deserve. But these guys <laughs> is amazing. So I, I go and I like buy my mom a TV, gets delivered to her house, buy some scanners, got to scan all my old childhood photos for the movie. You know, it was like last minute, like just just in time. 
And then uh, I went and bought some tripods and like a memory card. They called the police on me. Police came in the store, local sheriffs, and they're like, hey, uh, we need to see what you're doing here. You got your ID? I'm like, yeah, got my ID. Yeah, we heard you doing credit card fraud. Like, <laughs> the what are you talking about? There's my ID. There's my name. My credit card. Got my name. What? How am I going to do fraud? Deliver a TV to my mom's house. Y'all in style. What am I going to do? Rob the truck on the way? <laughs> it don't make no damn sense. Are you guys crazy? Y'all should be helping me carry the stuff to the car, high-fiving me. I'm the best customer you've seen in a long time. I got pulled over for shopping in a Best Buy. That's messed up, man. It ain't supposed to be that way. Now, do you want to know why that happens? Because America's too stupid to use chip and pin. So everyone does credit card fraud. Due to the restaurant, he gets your card. He puts in that card reader, copies it real quick, prints whatever name he wants on it. Now the signature matches, the name matches. He's got your numbers. That's all he needs because they don't have a pin and a chip. In Europe, they don't care. They'll take your card. Oh, man, I bought... Dog, million, I bought a million, million dollars of Bulgari yeah. jewelry at the store with my card because I got a pen. They know it's me. Mm. But in America, you ain't got no pen that you have to use. It's all signatures. So anyone could steal it and it could scam it. So I got the police called on me for being a good customer because they don't know how to do billing in America properly. Crypto also solves this. Yeah. Um, um, retail fraud is one of the fastest growing crimes. You know, when I was uh, when I was on the job, like it was, it's overtaking drug trafficking now because you get less time. It's easier to do. Um, it's fa faster. They high five you. I, huh? think they, I think they high five you. I think there's like awards for shoplifting. <laughs> San Francisco, they love it. They love it. Oh, they love it there. Yeah. Yeah. It, wow. It's 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 the one of the fastest growing crimes, man. Is the credit card fraud and just That's retail crazy. fraud in general. They have a whole. When I was on a job, they had a whole task force dedicated just to retail fraud with Secret Service and HSI. Uh, so people don't know this. I, I used to have a retail car stereo store. And so we had someone doing credit card fraud on us. Okay. And I didn't know that when you get a credit card approval, it just means approval to get screwed a couple months later when you decide, when you find out it was fraud. Just take the money back. So we called the police. And the police is like, Secret Service actually covers this because yeah. it's interstate. <laughs> yeah. And so the Secret Service has got two jobs. Protect the president. And oddly enough, credit card fraud. Yeah. How weird. Yeah. How weird. And they don't have the manpower to really do it. You know, yeah. they, they really don't. And they also do counterfeit money too. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's. You want to yeah. hear about some gunplay? I'm going to yeah. tell you why I don't live in Florida no more. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so we so we get the Secret Service to set up a sting operation on this dude. He's living up in West Palm, right? Using fake credit cards. I think he had a girl that got him from a restaurant or something. You know, buying a lot of stuff. Comes in his purple giant dunk. It's like a 1970, real long Impala maybe with mm. uh, purple paint. Might have been on 20s. Might have been on gold 20s, Dayton's. 22s? You know? Yeah. We didn't have them back then. It would be 20s back then. They okay. didn't have no 22s back then. And then, uh, yeah, he pulls it in getaway mode. He don't pull it into the spot. He pulls it straight. He leaves it running. And I'm like, man, you know, my my merch, my, my FedEx ain't working. So uh, you got to come pick it up. And we all was packing. We all had our pieces on us, right? Like, we're all carrying Glocks. My buddy put care of bread or whatever. And uh, <laughs> he come. He, he come pick it up. And the problem was Secret Service, he was late, obviously. Whenever you're going to do a meet, you always change the meet if you see my advice the movie. So he comes late. The Secret Service guys couldn't wait no longer. We had two Secret Service guys waiting in the back for him to show up for this thing because he was using a stolen credit card to buy this stuff. And so they're like, okay, we can't wait. But if he shows up, call the local police. Okay, this is Daniel, Florida, in between Hollywood and Fort Lauderdale, like 20 minutes from north of Miami. So we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. The guy shows up, pulls up sideways so we can do quick getaway leaves are running you know we're trying to slow play him while we're waiting for the sheriff to show up sheriff shows up huge black bro huge in the police car this dude was gigantic ronnie coleman this man was big <laughs> the guy's like he sees he's busted he knows what's up he jumps in the car i pull up his i'm like get out of the car get out of the car <laughs> he don't give a fuck he steps on the gas hard as he can drops it in gear he's trying to run me over basically 
Now I'm a little bit to the side. He might not have hit me. He might have hit me. Whatever. When you got a piece, you'd like adrenaline going, right? The cops just sitting there watching like it's a movie. He ain't doing nothing. I'm in plain clothes, man. I got my gun on this dude in the car. The cops just watching me. I'm thinking, what's he waiting for? I'm not the police. I got like, this isn't good. Do something, man. He puts in gear, transaxle brakes. So when you got your engine, engine spinning, goes to the transmission. Transmission goes to the transaxle, goes to the rear end. Yeah. Popped a U-joint, dropped on the ground. <laughs> tried, he tried to get out. He tried to get out. Stood on the gas, put it in gear, popped a universal joint. Now it's laying on the ground going ting, to ting, to ting, to ting, to ting, to ting. And I'm like, get out of the car, get out of the car. He starts running. Cops still standing there, looking, watching. I'm like, bro, do you want me to chase him? What do you want me to do, man? That's, he's robbing us. What are you doing? He got away. He got away. They had to tow the car. I, don't, I never seen no money back from that. And now what? you're worried about Damn. it, right? Because like, I pull my piece on a dude. I try to set up a sting. What if he mad about that? You're going to come back at night. And I used to live in that warehouse, man. I used to live in the car stair store in the back. Occasionally, people be, you know, scoping it, seeing if there's something in there they could get, right? I had so many doors and two by fours and like just... You have it would take work to get to me. You better send a poison gas in. It's gonna take an hour to get me. But but just in let me tell you, man, in the rest of the world, it ain't like this. You ain't gotta play no gunplay. In the rest of the world, it's a nice safe thing, man. We had a lot of bad things happen in that story to come in, mace my friend, grab a bunch of stuff, run. You try and chase them, you're like, which way to go? This in Daniel Beach? Daniel Beach, man. Wow. You could go to Ravenswood Tire. You go to Ravenswood Tire right across the street. That's where Audio Ecstasy was. That was my car store store. That's where a lot of a lot of good things happen. A lot of bad things happen. If you're doing retail in Florida. You get messed up? Yeah. No, Florida, Florida, Florida's Florida's violence, Florida, Florida, man. I, w- I went to the club. I went to the club. Left, 6 o'clock in the morning. See a dude driving slow in the right lane. He's got his four ways on. His truck's, like, busted. Can't go that fast. Guess what, man? I hear the crunch. I look at my rear view. He's spinning. And if, in Miami, you hear the accidents. You get to participate in the accidents. <laughs> and the rest of the world, you see them after they happen. People don't realize how it is down here. This, this, I cannot wait to leave here. I escaped here 15 years ago and I want back out. I want out. I want to get my dad some stuff, get him yeah. a car because he's driving a, a $200 truck. It's just it's horrible. Yeah. He's going to die on these streets. He's been running to. If, if you are on these streets in Miami, you're getting run into. I've yeah. been rear ended. It hurts your neck like hell. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I, so I'll say this because there's a lot of guys that, you know, become expatriates and go to other countries, you know, leave the United States, whether it's, you know, they say the women are trash. They say society sucks, blah, blah, blah. So many whatever complaints they may have. What, I guess what is the biggest difference between the safety, I guess, besides the safety between going to Europe and the numbers don't lie here. The numbers don't lie. You got thirty five thousand gun deaths a year here. Now, a lot of those are self-inflected. People don't realize that when you're in your 20s, the most likely thing to kill you is you. Mm. So, you know, maybe they would find another way. Maybe they wouldn't. I, I look, man. I know people that got shot, killed. Well, don't know people. Well, I know a dude that shot himself in the head. My buddy Adam, he used to be my manager over at Audio He shot himself in the head. He killed himself. Mm. And I know people that got stabbed to death. So, for instance, that van my dad's driving, yeah. this guy named Russ Buddy that used to own R&T Air Conditioning up in, like, Atlantic Boulevard, just off of 441 or 441. Turnpike. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he got stabbed 14 times, 6 in the morning. He got killed by a serial crime guy. Dude is doing a lot of crime, you know, shot at a taxi driver. Didn't kill him, but they got a DNA. That's how they caught him. And and Russ's uh, skin was under his fingers. So they stabbed Russ to death 14 times. My dad's driving his van now. That's Russ's van. He got from RT air conditioning. Whoa. So wow. Florida, to me, is violence and pain and crime. And if the criminals don't get you, the cops will get you. My buddy Adam to kill himself. Mm-hmm. You know, some dudes was out front being real mean, weren't being friendly. He pulled up his shirt, showed his piece. Brandishing charge, 
Here we go. Three years, dog. Let's go. What? It, yeah, man. If you if you show your gun in Florida, you get in three years. If you show it, that's brandishing. If the cops don't, if the criminals don't get you here, the cops will get you. I've had a lot, man. When they pull you over here, you ever sit on your hands for thirty minutes on a, on the floor on a street mm. for speeding? Your back hurts, man. It's a stress position. It ain't normal. I've had, man. I've had a lot of bad things happen to me here. And and if you on these streets long enough, it'll happen to you too. I don't wow. suggest no one live here. Wow. The numbers do not lie. I don't know how my dad survived, but I'm trying to get him out of here, man. The numbers is the truth. So I've heard stories. The population's ex uh, exploded too yeah. with all the New Yorkers and people from the nor right. Northeast coming down here. I think the problem too is that people that are from out of state that do the crimes are coming here as well. Let me tell you what: people follow the path that they see available to them. I was I grew up in a bad neighborhood. Bad things happened there. Yeah. You know, I would come. So I went to a different school. When I came home, they already had the car stolen. You, you. Uh, should I tell this story? Should I tell people how to steal cars online? So there used to be these cars called Chrysler Barons and Chrysler Voyagers. Okay, and if you had a screwdriver, you could just steal them. You just literally take screwdriver? a flathead screwdriver yeah. and you pop the ignition out. You just stick it in and pop it out. So there's a hole and there's like a circle. You push it right here. You pop it out and you reach your screwdriver and you turn it and the car starts. And so you can steal any 90s Chrysler Voyager, Chrysler LeBaron, cut the top, you don't want to break the glass, Allegedly. and then put a t-shirt over it so they can't see it's been popped. Anyway, I grew up Whoa. in a bad neighborhood. But because I got out of school later than everybody else, mm. they already had them things stolen. So I just got to ride free, basically. <laughs> wow. And I crashed one of them one time. It's a long, man, But his, his, his entrepreneurial journey, you know, Florida I think man. he retired at 23. It was a different uh, life. Yeah, I made that a car store store and I made shopping cart software and sold that. And then I did the mortgages and I did, you know, the miracle cleaner and then sold it. I had 150 employees. You retired at 23? 25. Holy 25. crap. Yeah. yeah. But then I blew 10 years playing video games like an idiot. But then I learned about Bitcoin, thank God. Mm. But I didn't need it. I mean, I was, look, man, I was rich and retired in 2003. I moved to Panama, got robbed. 10, oh, 10 person home invasion. It's in a newspaper. You can read about it. 10 people invaded my home during the day, tied up my girlfriend, made her open up a safe and whatnot. Oh, and you, had all, your, you had all your money cash, like in a no, safe? No, didn't oh. have nothing. Didn't get nothing. I don't have cash. This oh, I was going to say. I'm wearing right. my second cheapest watch. If you, Hey, anybody who wants to rob me, I ain't got nothing. I, got nothing. <laughs> literally. I did not bring anything. There's no diamonds here. <laughs> literally nothing. You ain't getting He's nothing. He's making here. it known. Yes. Not. Jack somebody else, not me. <laughs> okay. So uh <laughs> so okay, so so ten people this is just okay, and then they didn't get anything? No, they got like some Sarovsky crystal. Okay. It was just like what was there. Uh -huh. And then but then my lawyer, so here's what happened. <laughs> my there was they, everyone was working at angles on me. When you're a gringo and you move to the third world, oh, yeah, oh, God, dude, gringo, yeah, I've been to Panama. Yeah, yeah, it's everyone's not, working at angle yeah, on you. Hundred percent. And you just don't know which angles they're working. Yeah. And so I, I got screwed so many times in normal business. I was like, you know what? I'm tired of getting screwed. I want to work with people I trust. Mm -hmm. So my right-hand man, my assistant, was a male nurse. I was like, okay, he's a male nurse. I mean, you can take care of people's diapers. You, you probably ain't going to try and rob people, right? Yeah. No, in fact, he was in on it. <laughs> so, you know, um, they killed him. They shot him in the neck. Oh, Whoa. wow. Yeah. After the robbery? Well, what happened was they made uh, – so basically you own stuff with a company then it's easier to sell it, right? Like, you know, yeah. you just change the company ownership. You don't got to pay all, like, as the extra fees and stuff. So in that country, most things were owned with companies. And at the time, bear shares were legal. Mm. So whoever holds the shares owns the thing, just like cash. You hold the cash, it's your cash. You hold the bear shares, it's your thing. So they made a fake shareholder meeting where they said that the shareholders were there, but in fact, they were not. And they changed the ownership of the company, stole my house, stole my office, stole everything. And while I was out of the country, 
And then uh, I get accosted. Dude comes and visits me while I'm out of the country and says, hey, you know, I got all your stuff. If you don't like that, we could settle this here. There's like six other Colombian dudes with guns there. This is Medellin. He tricked me to go basically to Medellin to work this angle on me. Okay. I went there for New Year's and like, yes, the New Year's was nice. But the losing my life, uh, you know, in that country was like, you know, I, I'm lucky I'm alive, basically. Right. Like I fell for it. I fell for it. I'm like, oh, so just. So you got robbed in Panama, then you went to Colombia thinking you were going to recuperate your stuff. Well, just he got me out of the country to like, he got me out of the country to do all that stuff. And then while I was Mm. out, then he was like, hey, this is what I did while he's gone. Oh, God. You're going to be okay with that or we could just kill you. So so now I'm like, hey, man, you know what? I'm just going to book. I'm out. You're up. (laughs) And then uh, I had the real shares. I had the real bear shares. Yeah. And I gave them to my lawyer. I was like, go get my house back. He got my house back for himself. My oh. lawyer stole the house. Whoa. So the, originally the criminals had a fake shareholder meeting and changed the ownership of the companies and therefore changed the ownership of the stuff. And then I gave him a real bear shares to the lawyer and then the lawyer stole it for himself. But then we worked angles to get their co-conspirator, which is this dude that was, you know, my assistant or whatever. And it was get a, they got a warrant for him for stealing my car. Mm. Yeah. They found out about the warrant, killed him the day before it was executed, shot him in the street. Wait, you mean... Uh, your um, assistant, the guy was helping you? Well, the guy the was nurse. helping them. The, 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 the guy yeah. that was robbing yeah. him. Yeah. Antonio, yeah, Antonio Henry Marshall was his name. Yeah. That nigga died. He did. They shot him in the neck. Yeah. And then they pay all the, they pay all the people. Because if the police arrested him, he, they, he probably he would have impl- yeah, implicated everyone else. So they yep. killed him before because yep. they had an arrest warrant for him. So that nigga's yep. dead. He did. Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah, He's gone. There's people in the third world that want your money more than you want it. And they're going to do more to get it than you're willing to do. Damn. So don't go there. I don't go to the third world no more. Except this is the closest I get here. I don't want to. Be here. <laughs> I don't want to be here. Uh, no. I was mad last night. I thought somebody keyed my parental car. I rented a car. I put it in the valet. Cost a hundred bucks. And I saw a key mark on it. I'm like, bro, did you key my car? <laughs> my car is keyed. He's like, I didn't do it. I'm like, man, whatever. I'm just telling you, it's keyed, man. But then I'm smart. When I rent a car before I take it out of the lot, I record all around it, and I reviewed the tape, and it was there. Oh, okay. but it's hard to see because they wash the car and the car's wet. Yeah, it hides yeah. a lot. Yeah, and so I'm like, oh, okay, it was there. So it didn't actually get keyed here. So that okay. was like the only good news from the trip so far. I've already seen one dude get hit. I already got p- pulled over by police for shopping in a Best Buy, <laughs> and then I thought my car Bad got keyed. Trip. And this was in hours, right? Sixty hours detained by the police for shopping. Uh, four hours in a rental car. Thought it got. I started to do get spun. And then I thought, oh, well, you know, like day three, the king happened. I'm, I'm just like, I want out, man. I want out. Listen, I want out. This is the best part of your trip. Fresh and fit. Here we go. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. I'll read these and then uh, we'll talk about China real quick. And uh, shout out to Bigger Pockets. They're in the house. Bigger Pockets. Uh, we, got, house. Uh, uh, we got Hex Kong here. There's another 55, 55, 5555. Thank you, Richard and Hex, for changing my life. And that's from Hex Kong. Thank you. Uh, Tubby One Hex. Hexobi goes, I retired last month thanks to Richard Hart. Fresh and fit crew, welcome to Hexaco. Change uh, the money, change the world. Let's fucking go. Thank you so much. Retired, man. Crypto Butler goes, thank you, Richard. Hex changed my life in dark times forever. Grateful. Absolutely. That goes back to what you're saying. It's keeping guys from hurting themselves. Money Gang Crypto. Shout out to FNF Crypto Don. Uh, Richard uh, Hart. Hex Jesus Miguel. Absolute OG Gary City Boys in the 1% we up avoiding 304s like I'm avoiding Celsius. Okay. Actually, I want to ask you about dating as well because you used to do uh, the work with Mystery back in the day, right? With Mystery? Maybe. Maybe? <laughs> there you go. I've, worked, I've been with everybody that's professional. I've been out with everybody. Yeah. Wow. Because I, I used to not have game. But then I was like, oh, let's learn it. Bam. I learned it. That's interesting. But that, but that, but that, whole, that whole community is burnt. 
Like, if you know some dudes that go out all the time, they claim to be pickup artists, they ain't got no leads for you. They burnt them all. Mm. They ain't going to bring nobody hot for you. They've already burnt them all. So it's like actually low value people for social contact, truthfully. So if, you, if you're going to learn from them how to like be more social, or whatever, that's fine. But if you're trying to hook up with uh, girls that know pickup artists, you got to look because they don't have nobody left. They burnt them all. They always in the, it's a constant hole that never fills. So, like, wow. I, I met some girls at a sushi bar last night, yeah. Delray Beach, hour drive. Bounced them all the way back here. <laughs> they drank too much, way too much. <laughs> so she left her keys here, but I didn't like her that much. I just left her at the desk. I'm like, yo, I ain't, I ain't working for this, man. That <laughs> <laughs> happens. Uh, Ian McAllister, Pulse Sheba is the future of Pulse Chain. We love you, Richard. We're bringing uh, liquidity and utility to Pulse Chain. TG Pulse. Shiba ERC. Okay. Day one OG Mexicans in the building. Please stand up. We out here winning. And that's from Hex of the Moon Moon. And then we got uh, Bob Ligai, 55, 55, 55. Um, thanks, Richard. Thanks, FNF. And thanks to Miguel, Charlie, and the CMC gang for setting this up. Got you. Um, so much love to the show. Gary, DCC, my guys. Richard, I'm watching you, bro. Don't try to hex flex, bro. <laughs> Catch me outside, bro. And that's from Marco the Hexican. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Zapata goes, where is hex available to buy? Can I dollar cost average into a locked, locked hex position? And then Jose Cuervo, Hex set me financially free. Stake it till you make it. And that's, uh, thank you so much. That's $400. You guys getting rich right now. Uh, For real? It's, it's Mexican pesos, so I don't know. I, I think it's $100. <laughs> oh, no, it's like, that's $80. I, I think it's Mexican pesos. <laughs> shout, shout out to him, though. Shout out to I think that's $100 out. US, though. Yeah. Uh, for those watching that are serious people, real simple. You buy slash sell Hex on Uniswap. Centralized exchanges avoid on purpose. Yield is earned without middlemen that can steal your money like Celsius. Huge opportunity if you wake up. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, the OG uh, hexagon five five five. It uh, seems to be five is the number of the night of the day. Uh, share rate is why hex still will survive. Hex full of the smartest and kindest humans right now. Uh, from the start, when a user found a way to game the system, relays that info to devs and voila, share rate and the beginning of the muscle community ever to exist, strongest community to ever exist. Thank you, Rich and Devs. Got you, my friend. Um, go to buy dot uh, like easy. Fiat goes never sell your RH coins, borrow against them. Okay. Um, and then the last Dumped three the here, uh, yeah, last three. Okay, Richard changed my life. I wouldn't have ever ever started my channel without his self help videos breaking through to me. Smartest man in crypto. And yeah. then we got Richard Carrillo. What a killer panel. Keep killing it. Thank you so much. And then the last one here. Uh, Pulse Shiba is going to flip Pulse Doge. PLSS Dev is committed to seeing Pulse Shiba success through the migration. All the taxes collected from PLSS will be used to add liquidity on Pulse Chain. I'll let you guys go. Ahead. So okay, so I bought the world's biggest diamonds. It's 555.55 carats. Mm. Oh, why did I do that? One, they accept the crypto. Thank you. Um, <laughs> two, the longest stake you can make in Hex is 5,555 days. So we got people with Quattro Cinco tattoos. We got people with 5555 everywhere because it means you're in for 15 years. Yeah. Mm. And when you're part of a community that's locked up for 15 years, you got a bond that ain't easy to shake, bro. Yeah. A lot of people, they buy Bitcoin. Then they sell it. Then they talk evil of it, like Elon Musk. Mm. Elon Musk secretly bought a billion and a half of Bitcoin yes, through he Tesla. Did. Yeah. And the price barely moved. So if you want a crypto that barely moves when you buy a billion of it, Bitcoin will do that for you. Barely moves up. Secret bag wow. of Doge, too. <laughs> and then guess what he did? He said, we're going to accept it for Tesla cars, and we're never going to sell the Bitcoin we get. And then he said, you know what? Sell the Bitcoin. And the trick was, he said he would never sell the Bitcoin they got for cars, but they would sell the Bitcoin that they bought. And so he tested the liquidity by selling like $800 million of Bitcoin, dumping mm. it. So he bought it, he said nice things about it and pumped it, and then he dumped it 
And when he was done dumping it, you know what he said? This stuff sucks. It blows up the environment. Who knew? I'm a rocket scientist, but I just discovered it was bad for the environment. <laughs> and also, you can't use it to buy cars anymore. Lol. Bought it, pumped it, dumped it, and stopped accepting it and says things evil about it. That's scummy behavior. That's the reason securities laws exist. Mm. Now, I called price and tops. I called bottoms. I predict Ethereum price. I predict Bitcoin price. But I stay totally silent about the hex price because I think it's more honorable and more respectable. He mm. might want to do that. The Our, SEC sued him a lot of times for statements like going public at 420 and they're taking it private at 420. Like he makes, he messes with the market, man. And you're not allowed to do that. If you're a founder, you shouldn't be trying to manipulate the market, in my opinion. And mm -hmm. the SEC, I would say, you know, agrees. I remember he put like a tweet like Bitcoin to the moon and it shot up like 10K that yeah. day uh, on Twitter. He, he pumped and dumped Doge. Yeah. It's, so. it, I don't think pumping and dumping is healthy for people. Yeah. Right. Well, can you explain anything about this trading stuff? Because so many people get involved. They say, I'm going to make a lot of money through trading. And you they talk about the, the virtual looking at each other story. I oh, think yeah. that's very okay. useful. So here's what trading is. And then China and game. Yeah. Because I know you guys okay. want to talk about China as well. Okay. But go ahead, please. Hey, here's the thing. The price goes up and down sometimes. Could be any asset. How do we get in the middle and make it less efficient and get rich? <laughs> well, let's have this guy stare at a screen and let him draw some lines on a chart. And then let's have this guy stare at a screen. And he draws lines at a chart. This guy thinks it goes up. This guy thinks it goes down. We don't care. We're in the middle. We get rich. Fight each other. Go fight. Try and steal each other's money. Yeah. Yeah. Get his money. Get his money. Yeah. Yeah. Screw him. Screw that guy. That's what it is. That's what trading is. You're trying to take somebody else's money with the computer as your weapon. Yeah. He don't want you to have his money. He mm -hmm. wants your money. You guys are both dicks. You ain't making nothing good in the world. <laughs> You're making the world a worse place. This isn't that negative game. Yeah. You ain't helping nobody. And so instead of this peer-on-peer -peer violence, Go and do something good with your life. Build a good or a product or a service, and people will give you their money happily and suggest their friends do the same and make the world a better place. Yeah. And so you, you can get people's money in an honest way. You ain't got to steal it by force. And trading is attempting to steal by force somebody else's money, and they say, oh, well, we're helping price discovery. You ain't helping no price discovery, bro. <laughs> you, you, you a degenerate gambler trying to take somebody else's money by force. Uh. Stop doing that because you're just going to get chopped up the house rake is going to, every time y'all fight, every time y'all fight, house rake, house rake, house rake, house rake, liquidated. Ha ha, all gone. You ain't going to have no money left. And these guys are going to have all the money. And then they're going to go advertise to find new stupid dudes like you. Yeah. That's sports betting. That's gambling. That's poker. That's trading. It's all the same net negative, waste people's life, turn them into losers. Mm. Yeah. It ain't good for the world. That's how, you, that's how you destroy a society. Wow. Yeah. And then, they're, and then they're in the middle right there they know exactly how many people are long and how many people are shorting and then they can increase just on a, on those scam wicks you're talking about to get people liquidated so they take the money back it's like if we if we increase the price like five percent we're going to take 80 million dollars from the guys who are betting that's going to go you know the, the other direction i've, I've wow. heard if you run a forex trading shop i hear there's a liquidate people button because you're just like i want to nuke my users and you press the button because it got because like they have all the data there's a software you know? platform like like i know dudes that used to run sport books in costa rica there's software platforms you buy here's your call center here's your payment provider dudes and then here's your software you use that everyone like you know and you private label it different people a bunch of different people use the same software wow. yeah that's do you look man success leaves clues everybody that tells you to make money is lying in that mm. show show me your ferrari dog no ferrari shut up that's it you know what I mean? yeah okay that's fair um, so China, cause I know you guys wanted to talk about China real quick, as far as, uh, you know, we, we had a discussion with, uh, Tom Nash, shout out to him. It was a good right. interview. Yeah. And we discussed, uh, the potential of, uh, going China, going to war with Taiwan, how that would change 
the world up and increase gas prices, et cetera, as we already know, Russia and Ukraine, that's increased gas prices significantly. And you guys had some pretty strong thoughts on uh, China. So I'll just turn it over to y'all. What, you, what are you guys' thoughts on the China-Taiwan conflict? Stuff's not good in China right now. That's for sure. I mean, I like I don't know if you guys heard the news and stuff that there's a bunch of a bunch of bank like a bunch of farming banks yes. in the middle of China that basically froze users' assets. Yeah. Right. Well, that they got tanks out front. Bro. Yeah, tanks. Tank, tanks out front. People like you can't revolt against the government. You know, the government's everything, right? And they they took sixty billion. I bet you it's more, but sixty billion dollars of farmers' money, farmers' money. That means they're not bucking. They're not being able to pay for labor. They're not going to buy. They're not going to buy fertilizer. That means they're not going to be productive. So what does that mean? There's going to be a fucking food shortage in China. Mm. They import. They, they're one of the biggest importers of food in the world, and they just just crush their domestic food production. What do you think is going to happen? Else, you know who else did that? Who? What's that little island nation that did that? Oh, uh, Sri Lanka. No, not Sri Lanka. Is it Sri Lanka? Suriname. Sur- I don't know. It's, it's up the, it's up the coast of India. There's yeah. a there's a little nation that decided that they want to be more carbon neutral. It'd be better for the environment. So they mm-hmm. would force you to use like a different kind of fertilizer that sucked. Yeah. Crush their yields, crush their crop yields. Now they can't afford to buy gasoline anymore. Wow. So now by threat of being shot, only certain people can buy gasoline. So they've been just basically they're overthrowing their own government like yeah. people are taking selfies like at the government they just ran over everything they're just they're killing oh like, yeah, sri lanka yeah sri lanka, oh, sri lanka. like so and then you see other countries doing this like the netherlands is like okay you know what even though like the human contribution to this nitrogen thing is like 0.01 percent <laughs> we want to nuke our entire domestic crop production so we're going to make you guys turn off all of your farming you can't make uh you can't do cattle farming anymore. So wow. we're not going to have beef anymore. And so basically it's like the World Economic uh, Foundation wants you to the World Economic Forum wants you to eat bugs. Yeah. They want you to eat insects. And they don't want you to have money anymore. They want you to have coupons and you can use those coupons to buy what they approve. And so your fake government money, you'll be able to buy bugs or you'll be able to buy uh I don't know, designer vitamin water. Right. But you won't be able to buy what you want to buy because they want control of you. Right, control. You will have less rights. You you have lost so many rights that you didn't even realize you had. If someone used to read your mail when it came into your mailbox, that was a federal crime. They get messed up. Now, everyone reads your email. Ha, well, it's funny. You you just let Google read your email. You let your ISP read your email. A- anybody could read your email. Any All these apps on your phone, you don't even read the approvals you're giving them. Probably half of them could read it. Nobody's safe. Yeah. But you used to have rights. You used to have digital. You used to have analog rights that you lost. So you had a right to uh, un- freedom from unreasonable search and seizure. Not a government just buys that data from another company and says they didn't capture it, so it's all good. You used to have freedom of speech. Government couldn't write a law to stop you from having free speech. So guess what? Corporations will do it for them. You say the C word. Facebook. You're about to get banned. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say the C word. You know that thing that's got people coughing sometimes? Yeah. Don't say that word because you get banned. They right. demonetize you. Man, if you say the wrong thing in this country, you get straight up canceled now. Yeah. So I got to be careful about what I say. I don't want canceled. I don't want to save everybody. And I can't do that unless I have a voice. Mm. This sucks that I, and I have to be so restrictive about what I can talk about, what I can't. I've been banned off YouTube four times and I'm talking about software, but come on now. Why am I getting banned for talking about software, saving people's lives, writing free self-help books, free self-help videos, made an asset, perfect, flawless operation, thousand days, 10,000 X price performance. Wow. I'm called the top on a day for free. Come on, man. Facts. What? Yeah. Um, it, TikTok, too. If you look at the TikTok user agreement, it's actually yeah. very scary because they, they can not only are they going to collect information on the device that you sign in on, 
but any other device that you sign in on that TikTok account, they'll collect information from that device as well. Yeah. So if you have your TikTok logged in on your laptop or your computer or whatever, it collects information from all of those devices. And who made TikTok? China. China. Yeah. Yeah. There we go right there. Yeah. Trojan you horse. I mentioned it before. You don't kill, you don't kill a major army, a major nation from the front. Within, so yeah so right. i mean and the chinese are by far the the biggest counterintelligence threat to the united states they're the, the yeah. worst they they're they steal the most trade secrets they steal the most information and uh you know the fbi has designated them as the, as the pretty much worst ci nation in the world against the united states several times so you mentioned earlier that uh in canada they freeze people's accounts right so i have a theory along with they that. said it was an emergency action right like there was an attack by a foreign power like a war action you ain't get attacked by no four power. So these dudes just ch chill, chilling out in trucks, just sitting there, bro. So if there's no cash and cash is gone, you will no longer have privacy. So in cryptocurrency, control. you have the least privacy. Yeah. So like, I mean, basically it's like this. And they just, we have some bad things happen in crypto right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They just arrested a private, a, a, a private person that did free open source software development. They arrested him. They just put a mixer on the OFAC, uh, list of persons you can't operate with that's the list of people you're supposed to not be able to do business with they put a crypto address on there and so people was using mixers to preserve their privacy so let me tell you what stupid looks like stupid <laughs> looks like i'm a real rich dude and i come to your store and i pay with crypto and you look up my address and you go wow i got his financial history from the entire past everything he's ever done it's all on chain it's all public that's fine until it gets tied to your identity and then when it's tied to your identity People might come for you. How much money has he got? When's the last time he spent? Where'd he spend it? Ah, oh, I know where he's at. Let's go get it. Oh. So mm -hmm. when you use crypto, unless you have a mixer, everyone knows everything you've ever done forever. That doesn't work for business. I can't have my suppliers know when I'm paying other suppliers. I can't have my employees know when I'm paying other employees. I can't have my customers know who my suppliers are. I There's all these things that we need privacy for to operate as a capitalist society. Right. Most people don't wear their back balances on their shirt. There's a reason for that. We call printers. We could print our bank balances. We could tape it on our shirts. But people probably get tired of getting punched in the face over it. So it would never became a thing, maybe. We need mixers to have capitalism. And we have mixers at your bank. When you give someone a check, they don't know how much money you have. Yep. But in crypto, they do. And mm -hmm. so the government action against mixers is a real bummer. Because once again, the government's hurting all the innocent people to try and attack one or two guys. And here's what blows my mind. Your job as the government is to help protect the people and screw up the people that is hurting the people. And so what are you doing to do that? Preemptively hurting them? Now all those people that got money in that mixer, $600, $700 million, they're scared to take that money out. Yeah. Mm. So they hurt everybody up front to try and get a little bit of criminal. That ain't how it's supposed to work, man. I ain't got to go beat up everyone in the house to get to one guy that was mean to somebody else. It don't make sense. So it's... Yeah. And, and and that guy that made that software, all he did is he made the program, and then let, put it out to the world, and then let his he let it go. So it's so no one could mess around with it, and they arrested him for that. When I see the government mess up that bad, I feel like there should be a check and balance on attacking the person that messed up that bad. Yeah. Mm. So if you, if you have a a business and people slip in and fall in there all the time, they're gonna get your money because they should get it because you've been stupid hurting people. But if you're the government and you mess people up real bad, oopsie. It seems like there's not much of a check and balance on that. It seems like they get away with it. I'm not a fan. Mm. I like personal responsibility for things. I feel if people make things better, meritocracy, let those people win. If people make the world a better place, let them win. You're a good founder. You're a good inventor. You should win. And if you harm people, you should get hurt. And that's, you know, 
that's what works. Tit for tat game theory has proven to be the most successful game theory that exists. Mm. And and I just feel that uh, every day we have less rights, every day we have less freedom, every day we have less choice, less speech. I'm sick of it, man. In seven years, I'll start my own country. Seven years, I think. <laughs> so the average guy nowadays, what should they do to kind of be a, a bit safer, I guess, in this uh, economy? Because right now, what you should you invest stop in? Spending. You got to stop all your monthly expenses. I mean, look, I'm going to share some stuff with you. might be controversial. Might Please be do controversial. it. We're very controversial on this podcast anyway, so. I know a lot of people pay for porn. Stop. Get it free. A lot of people paying for, a lot of people paying for music. Stop. Get it free. You paying for movies? You should probably stop that. You get it free. Sorry, content creators. I'm sorry. You're going to have to make ends meet somehow. Mm. But these people, this is the lives we're trying to save. Them things that banging you every month, you need to get rid of them. Because every month you get banged for something, that could be you investing in your future. Instead yeah. of making a company rich, you can make you rich. Mm. So, I mean... If you, basically, you got to save up a stack of money and buy the dip or dollar cost average into something with amazing returns. That's your only hope. Got it. The only other hope you got is to do something real hard, which is like be smarter than you are, be luckier than you are, Famous. have more opportunity than you have, a bunch of stuff you can't do. You know, right. it's like I know you could save a little money by cutting out expenses because you don't got to earn more money. I know you could cut your expenses. Why are you buying all this expensive food? Why are you eating out? Chicken and rice, man. Whole families eating chicken and rice constantly. And to tell you the truth, you could even do it out of chicken if you had to. Beans and rice. And, and, and invest. So you have to invest into years. yourself, into other you know. business. You know? Or else, you, if you don't work hard to make your dreams true, you're going to make someone else's dreams come true. Facts. That's okay. it. Keep making someone's dreams come true. Very but true. Just usually it ain't yeah. yours. Can you talk about the S-curve a little bit? Because like, like we're, we're, sure. we're, we're, in, we're in this spot right now where crypto, like, like Richard said, right? Crypto can still grow massively, right? Like Hex only has 100,000 stakers. We can go to a million plus. And it isn't like the price goes up 10 times. It No, it, it could go to 100 times higher. What's the future? The, so the, in the future, there's going to be a ton of, ton of people in crypto. And then it, it's going to start growing slower. That's what's going to happen because there's, there's... S-curve S basically is, it's the, it's the Gartner hype cycle. And the Gartner hype cycle basically is, you got your early adopters, you got your little bit of awareness. You got some influencers that know about it. It's available in a lot of stores. You got to have it. It's a new paradigm shift. And we all kind of are on board. Yeah. Mm. That was a cell phone, right? Yeah. Well, here, here was the fax machine. Ain't nobody got one. It's useless. Ain't nobody got one. It's useless. <laughs> oh, my God. I need one to file legal documents and, and do business. And actually, we got email now. So that went up. Fax machine was the bomb. Now no one has one. It's over. It's done. No mm. more faxes. Occasional, unless you work for the government, there's a they couple still of have. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, there's there's a, couple legal contracts. Contracts. a couple of retards still use them. Yeah, because <laughs> it comes with timestamps, which is convenient and all this. So then you've got things that like the cell phone, only rich people have it, cost too much, doesn't fit in the pocket. Too now it fits in the pocket. Now it's cheap. Now everyone's got one. Still a ton of money, but you're getting leveled off growth. Yep. You're still making a lot of money, but your number of users is basically leveled off. Yeah. That's why the iPhone hasn't really adapted. Yeah, they yeah. don't need to. They're yeah. maxed out already. Yeah. Diminishing returns. And it's harder for them to add new things. So now we got crypto. Here's Bitcoin. Up 690 million percent. World's richest guy bought it. Company, uh, country in El Salvador made it legal tender. Traded on the world's largest exchange, the Chicago Mercantile Exchange. Does hundreds of millions of dollars of volume all the time. It's maxed out, bro. Richest guy in the world already bought it. You late. You 13 years late. World's <laughs> richest guy already bought it. You ain't early. You late. <laughs> So, Hex, how many people got it? Barely anybody. Barely anybody's heard about it. Easy to buy? Nope. Hard to buy. 
Everyone thinks it's a scam? Yep, everyone thinks it's a scam. Everyone thinks it's a pyramid, Ponzi. We should cover that. People are going to call it a pyramid. You want to know what a pyramid is? Pyramid's maximum middleman between product and user. Yeah. Who's getting paid when you sign up a Hex? Nobody. There ain't no middleman. There ain't no referral fees. There was a referral program for the first year. I put it on a timer so it would disappear. So mm. people wouldn't say the stupid pyramid crap. There's right. no referrals. There's no multi-level marketing. There's no levels. It's a product. You use it. You don't use it. You mint your own rewards. You don't you mint your own rewards. It's you in a contract. No middleman. No company. Nobody can screw you. Now, what about, uh, what about Ponzi? You know what a Ponzi is? I'll teach you what a Ponzi is. Ponzi is where some guy says he's going to pay you a lot of money in the future. You get money now. Mm. He says he's doing a business. It's real profitable. He's giving you some of the cut of the profits. The problem is he ain't got a profitable business. He's lying to you. Mm. And he gets money, gets money, gets money, gets money. Pays this guy that was in earlier some rewards. This guy that was in earlier some rewards. Gets money, gets money, gets money. And then he owes more than he's got because he didn't make as much as he needed to pay everybody. And so it collapses under its own weight. Social security is a Ponzi scheme. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Saving in the U.S. dollars is a Ponzi scheme. When you go to use your money that you saved, it ain't worth nothing no more. Inflation. Yep. Exactly. If you, 100 years ago, you had $100. It bought a lot. Now, yeah. it don't buy nothing. It bought me a valet parking last night. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. $100 is valet parking now. So, it, Bitcoin is not a Ponzi scheme. It is not a pyramid scheme. Ethereum is not a Ponzi scheme. It's not a pyramid scheme. Hex is not a Ponzi scheme, not a pyramid scheme. But they can be bubbles. Yeah. Now, what's a bubble? Bubble's a human problem. You can't program it away. People think something's worth a lot, and then they think it's worth a lot less. It's a human perception issue. And so I've done a lot of things to get Hex to perform really well. I designed it to delay gratification, to have a, it's the only thing in the world I know that has a chart of future market supply. Only cryptocurrency I know of in the world has a, a chart of future market supply. We know this big stake can end here, so we can sell here. We know that this stake's ending here. We got a chart of the future end stakes. You can slot yours where there aren't any other ones for maybe reduce sell pressure on those days. That's a real cool financial innovation. To be able to predict the future, that's financial innovation. So it ain't, it ain't a Ponzi, it ain't a pyramid, but it can be a bubble. Now, most bubbles, when they pop, they don't get back up. Yeah. I've been through three, four, 85 dips in Bitcoin. Keeps making new all-time highs. Hex has dipped 70%, like eight, nine times. Hmm. Keeps making new all-time highs. It, it dipped It dipped 60, 70, 50, 40, 75, 85%, and it just keeps making new all-time highs. Why? Less negative externalities. And that, that volatility is the price you pay for the world's best-performing asset. Right. And Amazon dropped 95% in the year 2000. So is this, people just don't know what to talk about. Yeah. Cryptocurrency solves counterparty risk. It's the opposite of a Ponzi. It's the, op, it's the opposite of a pyramid. There's no levels. There's no MLM. Wow. It is a bubble, but it keeps making new all-time highs. Well said. Yeah. All right. Enough. Uh, then, yeah, I'll hit these chats real chats. quick. And then... Um, just last thing about game, and then yeah. we're, we're out here. Okay. Um, yeah, because we got, we got another episode for you guys. We're going to be with Bigger Pockets, man. We're going to talk real estate, baby. Yes, sir. Uh, DJ Daniel goes, uh, Rx is the smartest man in crypto. He and Forex Shark are making countless people rich with Hex and Drip. Okay. Uh, Richard, is there any place in the world you feel safe driving nice cars and wearing jewelry? That's 50 bucks from three days. I won't tell you because I don't want you there. Fair Fair enough. Happy <laughs> you're not there. That's, uh, that's Ross, not true. 300 bucks goes. Thanks for having my man, Richard Hart on. Thank Don't you so much, Ross. Ross. I appreciate that. Such you, Ross. Uh, and that Richard Hart is the greatest. Enjoy life, brother. And that's from uh, Ryan Lopez. Go hashtag go hex. Okay. Thank you so much. And then uh, we got Richard uh, is life changing. Thank you, RH. Thank you. And then we got Hex Monkey uh, 5555. 
Richard and Hex changed my life and prosperity forever. So did people in the community like DCC and Funding Jim. Come join our community. Okay. And, uh, and, and then we got the last two here, Nichita Russo. Richard Hart, my name is Nichita Russo, and I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to make millions of dollars in the upcoming bull market. I will see you in 2025. Thanks, DCC, for getting me into Hex um, for Dollar Cost Crypto. And then Crypto, crypto Q4, Q4 there you go. And then KCW, Richard Hart is the best thing that ever happened to crypto. Thank you so much, KCW. Real quick before the game thing. So do you think that we're going to fight, we're going to war with Taiwan? You didn't get to finish your point there. Oh, right, right, right. So I think it's, it's, it all comes down to how, how much stress the Chinese government's in. If they're, if they're, if they're not paying their mortgages either, if they're desperate, if they're desperate enough, war is a nice little cure. It's not, it's not, it's going to cause some big problems around the world, but they could just attack, attack, attack Taiwan to basically unite the rest of the countries to shut them down. Ah, right. Okay. Maybe they learn from Russia and figure, hey, don't work that good no more. Yep. (laughs) You want to know what's going on in Russia and Ukraine right now? What? The West is fighting a proxy war absolutely by Agreed. destroying Russian armaments mm-hmm. through the use of Ukrainian lives and Western weapons. Mm. The West is losing weapons and cash. The Ukrainians are losing lives, and the Russians are losing armaments. That's true. Because yeah. the U.S. is giving the Ukrainians the weapons, and they're not really fighting, and the Ukrainians are either stealing them and selling them on the black market, or they're getting blown up by Russian rockets anyway. Losing all and, their tanks. And, and I'm not even sure how many Russians in the Russian army is Russian. There's a lot of conscripts in there from countries I've never heard of. Oh, wow. Mm. I don't know. Mercenaries. We don't typically engage as far as war. Again. Or no, sorry. My military history, when you look back, you don't see that we engage in war unless there's resources in the ground. So you have, uh, obviously, in the Gulf War, there's all the oil resources and Halliburton control and things like that. And you knew then, Ukraine was going to have a problem as soon as they found oil in Crimea. That was that. Right. Yeah. So as soon as they found out oil in Crimea, Russian come and get it. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it actually is adds the ability to produce enough calories to support 600 million people. Or, yeah, 600 million wheat, people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. Same thing with Afghanistan. Afghanistan is the longest running war that the Americans have ever been in. But it was because also it's the biggest uh, cache of lithium, lithium in the world. Yep. Has the most lithium batteries. of anywhere in the world. And we're basically going so to battery, battery life. They go to these wars, and who gets rich? The military industrial complex. Right. Yeah. Go, go yeah. search Eisenhower's farewell address, military industrial complex, black and white. The, one of the only, I think he's one of two people to be president that was also general. George Washington and Eisenhower. Yep. Yeah. He was a good president. The military industrial complex won. What was what was he doing over there moving all these rocks around? Okay, we're going in the Middle East, we're moving rocks around. What do we get? Higher gas prices. <laughs> I don't what, stop. Stop it. We we need things built here. I had an idea. I don't know if it's a good idea. But if you're trying to pe- teach people, you know, follow orders and, and, and like, you know, work as a team, maybe build houses. Maybe build houses. You're sitting around. You're gonna have a skill when you get out of the military. You're gonna be able to build houses. We need houses. Houses cost too much. If you're a kid right now, you graduate in high school, you ain't never gonna get a house. You can't afford it. Yeah. Your parents had a house. Parents had a car. You, sorry, can't afford it. Not available. Got to rent. Yeah. <laughs> right. Nation. It's like I, I'd rather see people hammering nails, and I'd rather see people shoot nail guns than AR-15s, M16s. You know. You know. Right. Okay. And then uh, last thing here, Richard, Miguel, Gary. In your opinion, how important is game, and how has game helped you with women in your current times? Before the money and after the money. Basically, it for me, when I'm out meeting people, saying hi, it makes me my best self. Mm. If I'm alone, I could have bad frames. I could have bad posture. I could have bad tonality. I could think about stupid things. But when I'm trying to be impressive and beautiful to make someone else have fun, I got to be my best me. Yeah, I got to be fun and exciting and happy and talk about awesome stuff and live the dream and dance well and have good posture and good friends. 
So to me, going and entertaining and meeting people, and you hear how I phrase it, it's entertaining. This is a performing art. I'm here to make you have a wonderful time. I care about your feelings. Mm -hmm. And then, so it makes me my best self. So when I'm around beautiful women, they make me as happy as I could possibly be. I know a lot of other guys, they might not do it as well. Some of these guys, it, it, uh, it leaves the ghosts that were in their past is still there. Mm, and you can try yeah. and pretty it up with a bunch of other people, but you still there. You know, you got to fix you. You can bring you to your next relationship with you. So if you're messed up, the solution is not outside, it's inside. Yeah. Well said. How, how long did you uh, work with Mystery? I only I only seen him a couple times. A couple times? A couple okay. times. But see, his thing is like, you know. <sighs> he's a legend. We support him. So, I mean. He, he's you know, cool, but I think he's he kind innovated. of. Here's he's problem. different. He's different. No, he's, he's no. He's very. He's very different. He's I've different. spoken to him before. Um, yeah. it's just uh, you know, but you there's no. You got to give the respect where it is. Well, like he can't you know, open he, anymore. He can't open. It's a, the, look at the risk reward for him. Okay, mm -hmm. he's got to look cool because he's got to get students to his infields. Yeah. yeah. So he can't open and blow out. And if you're not opening and blowing out, you're not in the game. Mm. That's true. If you say hi to people, I don't care sure. if you're Tom Cruise. Yeah. If you're Tom Cruise and you roll up on my girl and she with me, sorry, Tom, it ain't for you, dog. You ain't getting it. That's how it is. Life ain't fair, bro. It ain't fair. Girls in the black eyes. I go to a club. She's in the black eyes. I don't have a shot. Right. Right. Yeah. No nope. shot. Don't matter. It <laughs> right. don't matter what I do. It does not matter. I've tried. It don't matter. <laughs> so people have preferences and they're yeah. born no, with it true. and they can't choose it. And so for him, like if you go out with mystery, you ain't going to see him open. Last time, last time I was out with him, he, do just that. Had, oh, wow. he just had a photographer. He was trying to play the fame game, right? He's got the height for it. Mm -hmm. So he dresses up, puts his makeup on, his funny hat, sits there, looks like he's having fun, right? Internally, not really having fun. Externally, trying to look like you're having fun, get a photographer and just hoping that works. I can't take that, bro. Right. That's sitting around. I had a buddy that looked real good. He could just sit there and wait till someone says hi to him. <laughs> I don't look real good. That ain't <laughs> happening, dude. I'd be sitting there until the end of time. I got to <laughs> say yeah. hi. Yeah. I, I got to be fun and excited. You got to approach. Yeah. You're a fat old dude. I got to be fun and excited. <laughs> I usually dress like a freak, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Any little bit I can do to, to, to make it work. But It's yeah. an icebreaker. Yeah. yeah. You know? I mean, the thing about Mystery is, uh, you know, uh, definitely a legend in the game. One of the first people to, like, I would say one of the first people that, like, introduced a lot of people to this side of the internet, if you know what I'm saying, as far as, like, RP awareness, dealing with girls, etc. Um, His material yeah. still works. Yeah, it's, I, know, it's still, I know people that use, like... The uh, method does work. It's a little dated in some degrees, yeah. but it's still solid. It's, it, you know, it's a fantastic framework to build upon. Sorry, you were saying something? Well, just like, you know, a lot of these old school tried and true stuff, like the horse girl opener, like, you know, when I was going to school, I knew a girl that really liked horses. You're just like that, aren't you? You got a picture of a horse in your wall, don't you? Or, or the, like, can I get a female opinion on this? Yeah. That all just works fine still. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. The, the stuff that works, like, it really doesn't matter what you say. How's your posture? How you say it? What is your face? Tonality. Yeah. Who are you with? What are you wearing? Do you look like a loser? Do you look like you're fun? And then you can say whatever, man. And then like, if you're if you're just approaching hot girls, they all have boyfriends, man. <laughs> so you're supposed to get blown out or they're not good humans, right? Like yeah. if you're approaching hot girls, I don't care who you are, you're going to get blown out. Absolutely. Yeah. Because they're already in a relationship. Absolutely. Like, period. And there's a queue of guys orbiting, waiting for that Instagram, relationship. Instagram, DMs. So do you want to get into the end of the queue? Or like, you know, I'm not into that, dude. I'm not I don't, really I don't think guys uh, embrace rejection enough in like 2022 in general, like with approaching, like guys like are just so scared to approach or they think like, oh my God, what's going on? Or she has a boyfriend, whatever. It's like, bro, that's, that's what's going to happen. You're going to get you, the best guys in the world close 10%. 
before she <laughs> before she even leaves the house, she's being damned by ballers around the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got to come with your A game. You have to. My princess, my princess, with spaghetti noodle ready. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, the best thing you can the best thing that can happen is actually you need to be rejected. You need yeah. to be rejected. Yeah. And it's not yeah. just as far as like pickup game or with women. You need to be rejected in your business dealings and your social network right. development. You need rejection because it actually allows you to calibrate. It actually allows you to improve, and then you, when that real opportunity presents itself, you're prepared. Wow. You're not prepared if you constantly get success from a six or a four or a three or yeah. whatever it is. You need to be prepared by rejection. Yeah. Well said. Do you, you know how many was... doors that closed on me? A lot. In my face. Hmm. I almost got my nose broken a couple times. <laughs> wow. People are fucked up. I, I went to go see this dude, BitBoy. You guys like the video. Sorry, Sorry, go ahead. There's this dude named BitBoy. He's got like a million and a half followers. I went up to the studio in Atlanta, and uh, we went out to lunch. It was like one pretty good looking chick at the table. I'm like, I'll be right back. So nine, <laughs> just nine girls sitting at the table. Yeah. Hey, you know, I seen uh, I seen you here with a bunch of girls. What are you guys doing? I, you know, I don't know what's up. How you get nine girls all at the same table? What are you doing here? Hmm. Oh, you know, I'm just I'm out of town, three or four hours or whatever. And I'm trying to DHV. I'm not I'm not going to get on the lingo here. But will I? Okay, I'll teach you guys some lingo. So like <laughs> DHV is demonstrate higher value. Yeah, yeah. Got like a limited time to, to get all your humble brags in, right? Like. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we're all we're all crypto people. You could probably tell we rolled up in a Lambo or whatever. I'm trying to humble brag it. Yeah. She didn't like it. Didn't work. Wow. Burnt. <laughs> that so, happens. But usually like if a girl's wearing like a lot of green jewelry or wooden jewelry and is like hippie-ish with it, oh, yeah. I don't I don't come with like, nope. the money yeah. stuff. She's gonna be yeah. Yeah. they hate it. Yeah. yeah. And so like, but I, I I never get eye contact, but I had eye contact when I saw that. So I thought it'd be like super easy open, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't. I burnt out hard. So I was talking, I was just trying to engage your friends so that didn't blow me out halfway through, right? And so I'm like, you know, yeah, you guys, I don't know, maybe you're all physicians or something, you know. I want to say nurses, but I'm being nice. And uh, <laughs> and like, uh, yeah, she's like, I'm going to shut this down right now. I'm like, fuck. There's always got to be some bitch to ruin it for everybody. You know? I'm, like, I'm like, yo, Google Richard Hart. Have a good day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope they do. And then we leave in a Lambo. And it's yeah. like, you know, but she probably like my vibe was she just had a boyfriend. Right, whatever. but yeah. she could also just be a terrible person. Like, if I'm nice and fun, and engaging and stuff, I'm here literally here just to make you yeah. happier, healthier. The, the goal is you don't win them all, man. Yeah, you yeah. and yeah. honestly, for the guys out there that are like worried about like getting rejected, because most people are like, you know, it's human thing. Like, you don't want to be rejected, ostracized by society, hunter gatherers, whatever the fuck it may be. But if a girl treats you poorly from you just approaching and saying hello or whatever, it's on her. There's something wrong with her, bro. Yeah, like a lot of guys need to understand. Like a lot of these bitches aren't mentally stable, man. A lot of these girls are anti-depression medication. So if you go up and you introduce yourself and you're not like a weirdo or whatever, and she acts like a raging bitch. Fuck her. She has issues. Exactly. Straight up. So, um, all right, cool. So, uh, guys, where can people find you? Yeah, real quick. Yeah. Tonight, you'll be finding where the pretty girls are, wherever that is. Cool. We got you, bro. <laughs> yes. going out. yes, we are. All uh, of us. And then, Miguel, Go. what about you? Well, we're, no, let me ask that oh, for a Let me ask her. Yeah. Uh, free uh, self help books, t.me slash SciVive, mm-hmm. where you could Google or like go on YouTube, search SciVive as an audiobook, S C I V I V. We'll put it in, uh, down below. Yeah. And then hex.com. 10,000x performance, two years, perfect flawless, thousand day, uptime, world's first time to deposit in the blockchain. And we got pulsechain.com, world's largest free airdrop. And we got richardheart.com, you know, world's biggest diamond, $10 million of watches, $3 million of cars. And then uh, longevity, I raised $27 million for medical research. So SENS.org is the foundation that I raised that money for. Yo, we got Ivan in the chat. 500 bucks live on the air. He yeah, says, yeah. see you in Vegas, Richard. <laughs> Shout out to you, man. Pulse gone, baby. Yeah, oh, not, my goodness. I, I'm escaping. And all the, links are, <laughs> all the links are below, guys, baby. as well, for uh, for the um, members of the panel. Shout out um, to Ivan, man. Uh, any, anything else? Uh, no, so yeah, so my shout out is uh, I'm known as Funding Jim. That's just my brand name, my company, F U. 
F-U-N-D-I-N-G-G-Y-M, Funding Gym. Yeah. Uh, so I'm found on all those social platforms if you find me. Uh, but I'm Gary Woods. Like I said, I came out of retirement because I'm supporting the crypto project uh, product of Hex. Uh, I love this uh, community. Also, real estate, anything to do with uh, George Gammon's group, and I'm part of that. But you know, we call found. it product all the time because we don't have anybody working behind closed doors yeah. to make you rich. Right. The reason I'm here is because these guys made it happen. I ain't mm-hmm. got no PR agent. I ain't got nobody. You see how you got 11 cameras? Yeah. I got two cameras. One for me, <laughs> one for the interviewer. <laughs> when I turn record on, it's just me, man. We got no overhead. Minimum negative externalities. Wow. And so we say product, not project, because your future and your independence relies on you. Mm-hmm. You get the word out. You meant your own inflation. There's no company of people jacking you, selling a price down all the time like Vitalik. Wow. Fair enough. Sold the top twice, too. Made the top. I'm sorry. Yeah, he but, made uh, the top. He yeah, sold he made, it. Yeah. He literally every, every sold time, five thousand. Yeah, every when he t- sells, everybody he, sells. Yeah, so as soon as Vitalik sells, okay, bull market over. That's it. And they mm-hmm. dump. It. So it's, he's done it twice now. And mm-hmm. then he's, he never says it in a way like joking, like laughing about it. But he's like, yeah, we sold enough to uh, you know fund the Ethereum Foundation for the next couple of years. Fair enough. Wow. Like Where can people find you though? Oh, people can find. Oh, actually, wait one more thing. Shout out to VJ, my. Uh, <laughs> shout out to VJ and the White Devil and stuff. Uh, they're my make awake sh- kids. Shout out to you all. But uh, you can find me at Dollar Cost Crypto on Instagram, YouTube, and anywhere. Basically. Thanks for helping me. Uh, blame him. Yeah, no, thank you for coming, Richard. Yeah, thank you, Gary. This is the first Miguel. time we've ever met each other. In real yeah, world. oh, really? Oh, yeah, first, yeah, time first time ever. Time. Oh, shit. Well, you know, first fit. And yeah. then for me Literally. personally, uh, thank you, Kareem, uh, for getting me into Hex and also Miguel. Yeah. And to me, the founder is fucking amazing. Yeah, so shout cool. out to you, Richard, you, man. You're a great guy. I actually like you, man. Pause. Shout out to you. <laughs> cool. Um, so, guys, uh, we'll be back here in a few minutes. We're going to do uh, Bigger Pockets here in a second, man. It's yep. going to be lit. We'll catch you guys. Check out all the guys' links below, man. We'll be right back. Peace. Peace. <laughs>